This episode is brought to you by Patreon, specifically the Comic Pop Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash comic pop and find out more about how you can keep the lights on here at Comic Pop. And don't worry, we've got plenty of fun rewards, including early access to videos and weekly updates about what's happening here at the studio. That's patreon.com slash comic pop. All right, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland comes the friend of the unfortunate, enemy of criminals. Mysterious, all-powerful character, a problem to the police, but a crusader for law. Hey, welcome to the show. I thought I had the slash screen, but I didn't. No, so not, yeah, not at all. No, hey. Always eating chips. I know. I'll, I'll eat chips too if it helps. You just want my chips. Maybe. Have a chip. Yay! Hey, everybody, welcome to Off the Rack. I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. So uh, this is the comic book show where we take books in the past week. Recap, review them, let you know what we thought about them, and then give you recommendations for books that are coming out this week we think you should pick up. Normally, uh, we talk about comics every week. Uh, this time around, a comic book movie came out. Uh, both of you may have seen it. Uh, it's called Birds of Prey, or now, apparently, according to AMC's like previews, it's called Harley Quinn, The Birds of Prey. Oh! Which is apparently what it should have been called in the first place. Right, right, right. Uh, because nobody knows what a bird of prey is, uh, outside of, like, you know, raptors, like, hawks and eagles and whatnot uh but yeah apparently nobody really knows what a bird of prey is uh that was never more evident than in the views for our birds of prey hat back issues episode um interestingly enough the uh you know that that i, I i'm not since edge of tomorrow have i seen such a about face on a title for a movie um <laughs> nor have i seen the kind of confidence from a movie studio that thought first weekend was pretty bad change the title of the movie that'll probably fix everything Normally that would not work. Live die repeat. Screw you. Tomorrow's good ne- good title. The live die repeat thing. That was not the problem. Birds of prey though. Interestingly enough, my argument about that. There's no competition right now. They're in the garbage dump of Hollywood's like preview slate. Mm-hmm. So yeah, take a week. Put out a new movie. Hey, I might suggest uh, dumping a couple million dollars into marketing, remarketing the movie. Hey, grab some of those positive reviews. Last time I checked, it was still above 60% on Rotten Tomatoes. I haven't looked. I've not looked. I don't normally look. I saw a list of like five reasons why it might have failed. The mm. naming was one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're like, typically the Oscars don't really affect it, but like for some reason, Oscar chatter yeah. was like out of bounds. Interesting. This year, a lot of it having to do, I guess, with the um, fact that um, Parasite was up. For a best picture, and yes. being that it was not an American film. Yeah. And so, like, there was the potential that more people were trying to go and see those films as well. Right. I think it's overwhelming. People just didn't know what it was. Yeah, I think it's just people didn't... Well, it was a number of factors. And One, Suicide R. Squad was so lowly reviewed. Two, rated R movie, mm-hmm. superheroes. I mean, but then you got the Deadpool argument. And mm-hmm. since Birds of Prey is basically DC Deadpool, like, that argument is nil. Because Deadpool 2 was a thing. Deadpool was a thing. Both R-rated, both did fine. Right, but Deadpool had, like, Ryan Reynolds in its pocket, and, like, he creates his own marketing almost. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Apparently it's uh, 79% on Rotten Tomatoes. There you go. But you know what I mean? Like, he helps to perpetuate his own marketing. That's true, yeah. Plus, Ryan Reynolds is, like, a national treasure. Margot Robbie, oh, beloved. People I... like her, but not quite on the I, same did level. Did you just put Ryan Reynolds in the same boat as Tom Hanks? Yeah. Who was an actual national treasure? Yeah, no, Tom Hanks is a national treasure, but he also earned that title with many years of experience and, and, and work. Mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds just just came into our hearts. Just, he just, he didn't ask for permission like Tom Hanks did constantly. Mm-hmm. He just burst, he just kicked in the door. 
Oh. And we thanked him for it. I know. <laughs> I certainly did. But uh, yeah, uh, so we're going to get more into Birds of Prey or Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey as we go forward. Uh, but before we do, I wanted to mention that this show is sponsored by viewers like you. Mm-hmm. If you're watching the show live, you are sponsoring the show, whether you know it or not. All you have to do is use those super chats, ask a question, make a comment, and boom, you are now a sponsor of the show, and that money goes into the engine that is Comic Pop. Mm-hmm. We do really appreciate it. If you do decide to use the super chats, that would be a huge help for us. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, we'll just encourage them to do so, like these fine people right now, as if Sied helping us out in a big, Thank bad you. way. Thank you very much, man. And uh, Nathan Gleason says, I was watching my Hero Academia, but you showed up, especially. <laughs> since it will be a while till I can see it since no one wants to see it with me. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, as I understand, it's a very popular show. Um, people do enjoy My Hero. Or, or he was talking about Birds of Prey and that's why I want to talk about oh. it because he's like, I'm not going to be able to see it. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Because no one wants to see when it When we me. saw uh, the Birds of Prey, yeah. uh, it was... Um, it was not well attended. It was attended. not well attended, no. It was a Friday night. Friday now, night, opening I, night. we did have, I don't really think this really affected it, but like the no. weather by us was not okay. No. Like it legitimately was not okay at all. Mm-hmm. Um, like crazy winds, the whole thing, like just not good. Right. So I was like, oh, that could be keeping people away because there didn't seem to be overwhelming a lot of people at the theater in general. No, it wasn't like there was a stampede to go see whatever the hell was out. Yeah. Uh, I, I honestly couldn't name a single movie that's out right now, besides Harley Quinn: The Birds of Prey. But I yeah, had that. I was like, it's this. No, no, no. The Little Women. Little Women. Yeah, that was out. I don't know. Nailed it. Uh, by the way, if you are experiencing uh, issues with the show, as everyone is for the last month and a half, uh, if you're using your mobile device, you will experience issues with the show when it's live. Nothing I can do about it. I would suggest contacting tw- uh, YouTube and. And, and making a complaint, but literally there's nothing we can do about it. Yeah, I'm sorry, sorry about that. Uh, it's not your fault. It's mine, I'm sure. I'm sure I didn't put in a special tag, or I'm sure I pissed off the wrong person. But for whatever reason, there's no reason for it to be happening. So uh, hold in there. Or if you're experiencing it live and you're having too much of an interruption, just watch it after the fact. Mm-hmm. Just watch the rebroadcast. So... Uh, jumping back into the super chats, uh, what was it? Um, Saud Althani says, "Hello, how are you guys? Doing well, man. Hope Good. you're do- you are as well." Yeah. Uh, Cash Money in the Bank says, "Definitely oh. think it was the marketing one." Oh, just that was that was nice. Oh yeah, well, thank you very much, man. Uh, just wanted to say, I think uh, definitely it was the marketing calling uh, back to Suicide Squad. Why remind people of such a bad movie while uh, pumping up your new film from a different creative team? Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we were talking about that on our Birds of Prey episode. I remember, like, Ethan and I were musing about how, like, it felt like there was no marketing budget. And then somebody somebody said, like, oh, uh, well, the the YouTube video has, like, 60 million views, something like that. And we were like, okay, <laughs> that cost nothing to put up. Yeah. And, like, there, the, seemingly the budget was, like, very low. No, they should have definitely did a little better. I don't know. Uh, they should have done a lot of things. Yeah. It is a good marketing test case, though. I'm sure they'll be teaching it in schools, film schools. Uh, Rusky 9110, I feel like they uh, tried to make DC Deadpool, but Harley just isn't the same character, mainly in my opinion because Harley isn't bulletproof, so her shenanigans are an actual threat. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, The movie does a good job of kind of like showing you that she can be hurt, uh, though she does get out of those situations fairly regularly. That's like, but she's like Domino in that. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Yeah, but Domino, there's no tension. No, I know. Yeah. 
Uh, and Revan says, you're my favorite comic book YouTube channel. Thank you. And I'm proud to be a patron. Hey, thank you, Revan. Welcome. By the, thank you, thank, thank you, you very thank much. You. Uh, so take this money with the best wishes. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much, I appreciate man. I really that. appreciate that. Uh, so, yeah. Um, should we should we hold off and talk about Harley later? Do you want to talk about comics? And, I don't know. It's up to you. Uh, I guess we could talk about... We only have a few books. No, let's wait. Because like, if it, it is... We may go into spoiler territory. So let's That's talk true. about the books first. Yeah, so hang in there. We will yeah. talk about the movie. And you know what? Yeah, at the end, we'll just we'll just spoil the hell out of it and just talk all about it. Yeah. Uh, but in the meantime, let's talk a little bit about Batman. Because why not? Batman's a thing. Uh, and people are reading it, presumably. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of Batman. I thought it was fine. I mean, like, we're um, amping up that, like, Selena's obviously involved with this um, designer's plan. Yes, the designer. Um, Have you seen the design for the designer? No. Yeah, he looks overcomplicated. Well. But he is the designer, so. He, okay, he didn't, he didn't, nobody said he was, like, a fashion designer. Or a graphic designer. No, I mean. Well, maybe that maybe you like design. He will have to go through a few phases before he really gets working. Listen, I I can design things, but I also don't know how to dress myself. So like, <laughs> it did. The, they're not all. I don't know. You 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 put together quite the ensemble today. I and did not. When this we is, were is... when we were out the other day, you got some oh. fun outfits. No, but like regardless, um, yeah. So this revealed like a Joker. Yes. Uh... I was like, I was trying to bury the lead, and I was like, forget it. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, the Joker's dead. Maybe. A Joker. A Joker. Or not. Or it could be somebody else. Or whatever. Screw you. Why would you ask? Uh, by the way, I wanted to say at the top of the show, uh, this episode, or this issue, Batman 88, mm -hmm. is written by James Tynan IV with art by Guillem, Guillem March? Guillem? I don't know. I, I don't know. Probably Guillem. I'm going to say Guillem March. Uh, but yeah, good stuff. Good mm -hmm. good departure from Tony Daniel. Uh, and I don't know, like, I thought I remember them saying there was going to be, like, a consistent artist throughout. And I know that Jorge Jimenez is going to be taking over the book several issues from now. Oh, that's exciting. I know. And he released a couple of pages, and or at least one page, and it's un un unbelievable. <laughs> I got to find out who colors that, because, like, the coloring is on freaking point. Okay. Uh, but yeah, the, but the art's serviceable at best in this. It's fun. It's fine. Nothing egregious or odd. It mm -hmm. wasn't like, ugh, this doesn't work. It was just kind of like, okay, that, that looks like a Batman book to me. A modern Batman book. It doesn't yeah, look like a classic fine. Batman book. I was not like, No. I wasn't like, wow. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, they, they imply uh, Selena has a relationship with the Riddler in terms of like working together. She calls the Riddler. She's like, what's going on here as, you, as she's digging up the corpse of the Joker? Uh, I, I would assume that uh, Catwoman is somewhere involved with the, with the assassination of the Joker. He's just, he's dead. He has a grave. They dig him up. There's a dead Joker corpse. Right. Uh, is this some clever way to screw over Jeff Johns yet again with that three Jokers thing? Like, I don't know. we'll kill two of them, well, lol. Or is it like a, a mystery? Well, the conversation that they have is kind of weird because like, you know, Joker or Joker, Riddler is like, you know, we always thought there was just three of us, but like there was obviously a fourth. In in, in this like clandestine organization yeah. group. And then he mentions that like a bunch of like corpses were found with like melted plastic clown masks on their face by like an amusement park, an abandoned amusement park. Classic. And so like, it's just like, do you know where the Joker is? Right. And then she opens up this coffin and she's like, I guess I do now. And it's like, so wait. Like, yeah. the fact that he is dead, I, I didn't take it as, like, like, I don't know. I wasn't sure to take it if they had buried him here and she didn't think that he was really dead. Right. 
Or they buried something here, and it turns out it was And he joke. replaced it or something. Yeah. Because Tynan has also had a couple of issues. I think two issues had backups in it, in which the Joker is hatching a, cl- a scheme. Mm-hmm. Also, this corpse is not quite the corpse that you expect, because it has, like, either it's talking, or it has, like, a voice box in it or something. Yeah. It could be a message sent by the Joker, like, I... I morphed someone to look like me. It, I put a communications device in it. It's also like a weird version of him. Yes, yes, it is. Like the costume's a little older. Yeah, like yeah. He has like a fuller face, even though he's, you know, decayed at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, somehow the, I mean, the whole look is still held up. Like right. he's closer. I was like, what? Yeah. How long has he been in here? Well, that's the question. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot going on and not a lot of issue to find out. No, and I and I, I I guess that's that's kind of part of the way that Tynan does something where he's just like, here's the thing. We'll get back to that. Yeah, and, and we'll get don't back to that. About that. We'll right. Well, yeah, back. yeah, man. Uh, friggin' Spencer's been doing that nonstop with the Spider-Man run. Hey, how about this? What about about that? But Tynan does get back to it. Uh, yeah, unlike Spencer, he's actually doing <laughs> like he does like get back to it. So I don't know. Um, that really I thought was fine. The fact that Selena was going to be a part of this, I was like, sure, we have to create tension now that they're together. I know. I was like, like oh my god, really? We need to create tension immediately, for whatever reason. Fine. Because tension gets money. Yeah, and I appreciate that she immediately did want to tell him. Yeah. But then didn't get the opportunity. No, like, she gets it, interrupted. Yeah, like fate kind of took. Yeah, took that away. Took from that her. away from her. Uh, also, and I, like I saw an article about this, they were like, oh, can you believe that? And I'm like, man, it must be a slow news day. Desperate for clicks, but like Batman's got a Batmobile in his pocket. <gasps> the but idea, not really. It's no. just a hologram, and like Lucius makes sure to say that he's just like, you know, it doesn't have actual bat armor, right? You oh know, yeah, you're just wrecking my really expensive car. Right, and it's his car. I uh, love that. Like that, Bruce must be like, I'm paying him too much. Yes, hmm, I'm gonna I'm gonna take it out in his car. <laughs> the idea here being that uh, Lucius Fox has invented a thing. You put the you put his advice on any Wayne Tech car, which I'm like, oh, Wayne makes cars now. No, it no. creates pieces like. So it's like engine parts or components. Right. So like that car was not a Wayne car. It was like he, but he knew that there were components in there that he could affect that would allow him to like boost the car's like speed somehow (laughs) and also take control of it. Right, exactly. Uh, So Batman can make essentially any Batmobile in the city if he doesn't have a Batmobile, which is like... It just makes it a fast car, but it also hides that it's not the Batmobile. Batmobile, yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. Like, it's like, oh, this is really the Batmobile, but who cares? Yeah, it's I mean, a like, neat idea. I get that because, like, if you're, like, really beholden to the idea that, like, not only is Batman on brand, which I know we make a joke about that, but, right. like, that Batman's brand is fear, and the Batmobile is kind of part of that. Like, when yeah. that rolls up, yeah, you're you like, sh- oh, you shit. You shit your pants, yeah. Yeah, like, this isn't going well. Like, a fucking, like, expensive car rolls up, it's like... Right, it's like, oh, no, Batman has a Lamborghini. Well, also, it creates too many... Too many links between Batman and being rich or having like, right, connections or to even Wayne. even just like did you just steal a car? <laughs> yeah, or is Batman just driving a luxury automobile? Like, I mean, which is what he used to do actually back in the thirties and forties. Right, 40s, but that's but... not that's not like, that's not terrifying. That's no. not like it doesn't look put together. It doesn't look as buttoned up. It's like, oh, is Batman missing a step? Like, no, it's true. I'm imagining the Gotham version of TMZ, like you know. Well, except for <laughs> the fact that like when Batman invariably destroys each and every car that he arrives on the scene in. He'll be leaving a like you know a, a, a sea of yeah of, of luxury destroyed automobiles in his wake. So it's just like eh. yeah. Anyway, uh, the long and the short of it is Penguin kidnaps Deathstroke because he's like ah nobody horns out on my territory. See, mm-hmm. uh, Deathstroke and his squad free themselves. Um, Batman shows up to fight them. They get the better of him and kick his ass, and then they leave. Uh, Batman also, of course, like defeated what's her name. 
earlier in the previous issue. Cheshire. Cheshire, Cheshire. Cheshire yes. And Depending on how you say it. Threw her into his fake Batmobile to fight Deathstroke. Then she rejoins the team. I was like, wow, is Batman already going to be picking off each member of the crew? Nope. Whole crew gets back together. Uh, and then Deathstroke uh, slits Penguin's throat to you know, buy himself time. Oh, you can only get him to the hospital. Uh, yeah. So Batman uh, is then... He's trying to, like, save him. He's just like, okay, hang on. I'm going to, like... Yeah, don't like, talk. He's and, like, and Penguin's like, stop. Stop with that crap. Like, yeah. just listen to me. Right. Like, you know, we, we like, screwed up. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, there's a shell game going on here, and he names names. He's like, it was four of us. No, he says it was four of That's them. That's right. Yeah, like, he, he says... Like, he goes right out there and says it was Riddler, Riddler Cat, Joker, Catwoman, Catwoman and, and... And me. And him. Which is, like, interesting, because it kind of puts that first scene into a different perspective yes where it was like what was she looking for out there right like are they aware of like are these three aware of that there are multiple jokers potentially yeah like, is this like they have some hidden knowledge right that, like has not been shared with the rest of the world exactly and um he just kind of spills the beans so like selena's not going to get the opportunity to tell bruce Mm-mm. this information which is of course going to like not put it's going to hurt their relationship light. yeah yeah uh, but yeah, uh, and we find out that the main target of this whole operation is in fact Bruce Wayne, and the reason all this stuff's going on is to prevent Batman from being able to focus on what's actually happening, which is to get Bruce Wayne. Exactly. Uh, little do they know, they just left him. Uh, so, uh, or they don't, because like it's just interesting. Right, that, do they like, know that it's him? Well, and I can't tell if like is Tynan like reverse engineering this plot so that it works with the relationship that Selina has with him. Like, was she meant to have a relationship with him right. so she could find out who Batman was? Which is very hush because like at the end of Hush, if you recall, like the whole thing is a setup for Batman and Catwoman to have a relationship. Right. And then at the end, uh, they they're like, well, it's all over. And then Selina says hush, and he's like, oh, were you part of the whole plan? Yeah, but like in this, it could just also be like. It could be one of those where it's like, no, yeah. you like it, Were the, you a plan, plant? the plan wasn't for me to actually fall in love with you, and I did. Right, exactly. Well, that's very nice, but also <laughs> a, enough of us, uh, enough of a reason for us to put the genie back in the bottle. Even though you could have easily done that with the, I don't know, eighty-seven issue story arc in which we literally did that thirty issues after the wedding issue that didn't right. happen. Uh, right, or it could be that Selena Kyle was supposed to woo Bruce Wayne. Yeah, and, and she well, she already that, knew that it was Batman. She's like, nah. It's yeah. all complicated. Or did she at that point? Because right. we don't know when this this whole well, that's true. came together. It could have been Well, like... definitely. She would not have set it up if she had known he was Bruce Wayne from the beginning. So when she first set it up with them, yeah. she didn't know. Yeah. Eventually she did find out and hoped maybe they would like lose her interest or forget right? about it. Either way, uh, so at the end of the day, uh, Selena's rescued by Harley Quinn and you're like, oh, that's neat. Yeah. And, uh, and then you remember that she's probably in it because Birds of Prey was coming out. Oh, right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, that's why she looks exactly like she does in the movie. Which is fine. Oh yeah, they do that all the time. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give them a ding for that because no. like, duh. Yeah. Uh, I will say a couple of like positives for this issue were the genuine horror that I felt uh, during particularly the burying alive scene when they were burying Selena yeah, alive. They did a really good job and, portraying that. And I've seen that like I feel like I've seen it a thousand times, or at the very least, if I didn't, I would have imagined it. Yeah. But because of the like expert craftsmanship of Tynan. It worked so well. Mm-hmm. It was genuinely terrifying, and it was like interesting to read. Yeah, and it was a really like well executed sequence right. that really does like have genuine horror elements in it. The idea of like Selena with her eyes agape, covered with go- with, with with you know dirt. Yeah, as she you know. Well, they did a nice job of like combining this like gruesome horror of like these like men coming out of nowhere yeah. and like. 
when you think about it, because it's like it, it can be difficult to kind of portray this without doing it over the top. But totally. Like, she's in a, like a hole. Yeah. Like at least six feet down, right. according to every like saying you've ever heard. <laughs> so like they're really up there. Yeah. Like, they've, they've got the high ground. Like, oh, no. Up. So she's defeated immediately. But I'm just saying, so you've got that, that gruesomeness of like knowing what they're going to do. Yeah. Plus this like pseudo or actual supernatural horror of the Joker being on the other side of it. Yeah. So it's like no matter where she goes, it's bad. Right. I mean, she could probably could have taken the guys had they not had a shovel. That's fair. Yeah, <laughs> or she hadn't been so terrified trying to get out of the That's hole. really what it like, was. Really, she was just trying to get away from the Joker. Right. Dead or not. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, the, the, you know, the plot about them killing Bruce Wayne, I couldn't care less. No, I, again, the only the only interest I have in it is if they're going to play it off as part of like a, a foible to their relationship. Right, which I'm sure they will. The page that uh, Jorge Jimenez had was them like on a rooftop in the rain and her like walking away from him. Or him walking away from her and her looking sad. Okay. So you're like, oh, I see what you're doing. Okay. Okay. Um, Hopefully it'll be like the next page is, that's stupid and let's not do that. But, you know, you you can't, you you can't begrudge it. Right. Wait, we got that one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I wanted to thank Plains Crafter for helping us out in the Super Chat. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Thank you for sponsoring today's episode, man. Uh, Also... Nathan Gleason says, what do you guys think of the encore teases with Chainsaw, Wonder Woman, and Knuckle Duster Superman? These are, of course, the teasers that Capullo and Snyder have tweeted, or at least posted, that are teasing their upcoming crisis that will usher in the new era of of DC 5G. Mm -hmm. And uh, I believe it's called Death Metal, or at the very least, it's Metal 2. Yeah. yeah. What do you think of those images? I will say that uh, I like that it's not just Wonder Woman. Like, I like that, like, each of them has, like, a different kind of, like, oh, that's cool. Like a, you know, like a neat action figure version of that character. Um, Otherwise, I think it's too soon between medals. Mm. And for them to be like, yo, check out Wonder Woman and their chainsaw and Superman with knuckles and stuff. Like, I literally just watched Superman get chained to a battery surrounded by millions of other Supermen, Mm -hmm. all of which were, like, dark nightmare versions of Superman, only for them to, like, descend into the World Forge and, like, you know, clash a a metal such that it rang about throughout the multiverse and saved everything. Like, like, nothing is interesting anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, he has a slightly different outfit. Yeah. It's not enough. It's, like... It's not enough for you to tweet a cool picture anymore. No, it's true. So, uh, I feel like it, it has like a Mad Maxian feel to it. Yeah, I'll bet they drive cool cars. It just that's just that's the kind of like vibe I get off of it. Yes. Cool images. Yeah. No, totally. They are cool. I think if and and Capullo, you know, he's great. He is. Uh, so there you have it. Cash money in the bank. Uh. Goyim is usually Goyim or Guyim when American people pronounce it. it French for William. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I will not be saying it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Kenneth Dowling says, Hey, Sal Tiffany, been a fan of yours for a long time. You totally rock. What are your thoughts on the Batman's grave? I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. I tell you, lol. Have a good, uh, have a good, guys. Uh, listen, but first of all, thank you very much uh, for digging yeah. us. Thank really you, thank appreciate you, thank it. Thank you. And uh, secondly, uh, Batman's Grave was excellent when I started reading. I, I'm, I'm trade waiting. Okay. Because I know that it's done. Yeah, you don't. Have to... I don't have to save it. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> I don't have to rescue this book by pre-ordering it mm-hmm. or, or or trying to protect it in some way. Uh, but I did read the first two issues, and I was like, cool. I want it all to be done. I don't want to wait between months because it's a mystery. I want it to be like, when I read a mystery, I want to have the whole thing, mm-hmm. so I can read it all at once and be like. 
cool. Right, right. You know, month to month, then I'll forget details, and I don't want it to go back. That's but fair. it is excellent. That's fair. Brian Hitch, I could take him or leave him, especially when it comes to right. his art. Uh, so I would rather did the covers, but it's consistent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I dig that. Uh, Felix Nolasco says, did you guys check out Lock and Key? No. No. Uh, <laughs> I know you were like, is Lock and Key on Netflix? Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. We missed I, it, though. I knew, uh, okay, I knew it was coming out. I, I, I know, but you didn't know it was out I now. I knew it was out. Something happens in my brain from the time that, like, it's like I see a date for something, and I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. I and never then, remember. Yeah. And then it just goes away. And then everyone's talking about it. I'm like, wait, was that now? That can't be now. That can't be now. That was so long ago. Oh, oh, that no, was so long from now. Yeah. Oh, it's oh, that, it, that uh, time has passed. Yeah. But I but know what happened. I assume you'll watch it. Yeah. How many episodes are there? Uh, How long is it? That's I what know. I'm going to watch it, no matter what. That's fair. The Red Samurai <laughs> says, uh, Tiff, are you a Hayao? Uh, uh, are you a Miyazaki fan? I just discovered him and his films are blowing my mind. I love Comic Pop so much and would love for you guys to discover him too. Porco Rosso is my fave. If you know his work, do you guys have a favorite? Uh, it's Princess Mononoke. Right. <laughs> I don't have to think about that. No, it's, yeah. I know for a lot of people, it's Spirited Away. Right. Or House Moving Castle. House Moving Castle, obviously. Um, but no, I, there's a guy I we am... know that was really pretentious who was like, always oh, House Moving Castle. It was like, shut up. But mine is always going to be Mononoke. Yeah. Like, it, that just hit me when I found that at the right time in my life. Like, it was so into the environment. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. not that I'm not now, but I think. No, I, you still are now, but. But just, a little less so. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, no, that just hit me at the right time. I love the mixture of, like, that style of fantasy with reality. Yeah. Like, those clashing worlds. Yep. There's almost like a Tolkien like yeah like well it's, it's, a, like, it's a lived-in world it's got but it has mythology right. it looks just like ours well i was thinking because you know tolkien was always like no it's not a commentary on the industrial revolution but it like, clearly is but there's like there's like the the idea of industry and like metalworking and that's very much the antagonist but like what i love about it is like it's not a mustache twirling villain right like mononoke is like villain is like a villain that is somewhat like misunderstood. It's a lack of compromise or reason. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and like I just, I just love that Subtle. so much. So, like, all right, I, yeah. don't, I don't want to get into no, it but too my much. Mononoke. We saw it in theaters recently. Yeah, it made me yeah. cry. It was, it was seen in theaters. Made me cry. Yeah, it was, it was beautiful. <laughs> I love uh, that music. Right. Uh, yeah, uh, and I'm not, you know, I don't not like them, but I've only seen. I think, I think I've only seen Mononoke. You've never seen uh, Spirited, Spirited Away. Away? No. I feel like you might have. Maybe I may have seen it like when I was in high school. Okay. I, there are definitely a few I have not seen as well. Yeah, but but you know it's funny whenever anybody mentions Miyazaki, I think of your Miyazaki, the other guy. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, Hosada. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, if you're just discovering Miyazaki, oh, Hosodo. Yeah, you may want to check out. He did. He's the one who did uh, the Girl Summer Left Wars. Their Time, Summer Wars, uh, Wolf Children, um, Boy and His. Blob, the NES game. No. I want to say dog? I don't mm. know. And Mirai. Mirai. I've seen them all. You have seen them all. But he's, yeah. But he's also. But very different. Like a different style. Very different. Yeah, but I feel like there's shades. Oftentimes, like seemingly a standard story that just suddenly goes. And yeah. you're like, what? Yeah, it's a little odd. Yeah. Uh, John from Buckland says, in two issues behind Batman. I'm two issues behind on Batman. But I love Tynan's writing, and I'm ha- glad to read it before it loses my interest with 5G. <laughs> also, have some money. Thanks, John, Thanks, man. John. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I, I know. Like, the, the closer you get to it, the more you're going to be like, oh, crap. Yeah. Meow, meow Nyan 
says, boy, I can't wait for my YouTube to be filled with a plethora of hot takes on why Birds of Prey is not doing well in opening night and how female-led movies don't do well in February. <laughs> Thanks always. Yeah, I know. The the search algorithm will definitely oh, yeah. be like, you know, hey, we gave a reason to need even-handed thought, thought about this movie. And then it's like, and here's a dozen channels that have... 20 th times more subscribers than us that are complaining about it endlessly. So yeah. we apologize for that. By the way, if you click like the, the little like the little uh, burger menu or whatever, the little three dots, yeah. and then click like don't show me this video, you got to say tell us why and say I don't like the video. And then it won't recommend it anymore. Oh, that's cool. Uh, Red Samurai, hey, Sal. Don't do that to us. Is that Jon Stewart, my favorite Green Lantern? Please show him off. Now the DC films are pretty much rebooting. He oh. better be in Green Lantern for the movies. I see him over there. Yeah, yeah, there's this. Yeah. Um. Hey, do you want it? Because uh, let us know in the comments while it's happening right now. Hashtag Justice League. Uh, if you live in the continental United States and you want this figure, hashtag uh, Justice League. Right now? Yeah, and I'll send it to you. We'll, uh, we'll have Danielle pick a winner at the end of the episode. Oh, look, at, look, because he's green. He's getting in the green screen. Ooh. Oh, no. <laughs> Whoa. Oh. Hashtag Justice League, win a, win a figure. It's dope. Uh, well, That's right. I've, I've, I keep forgetting that I can't wear green on this show. No, anymore. you can't. Uh, but yeah, no, this is actually from the like DC Universe app Justice League figure line. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, we have the whole Ooh. selection, and I have... He's my favorite. Yeah, he is great. Well, we have... No, Hawk... Hawk Girl. Yeah, is... but he's, he's also my favorite. Yeah. But there are three more, so we'll do three more giveaways. And there's another group. There's, there's another Jon Stewart. So we have, we have three Jon Stewarts? We have three Jon Stewarts. Nice. But yeah, so uh, maybe I'll win it. Hashtag Justice League. We'll have a random pick and winner. If you decide Just to enter this uh, this contest, by the way, please uh, stick around till the end so we can select you. And also, uh, what was the other one? Oh, live in the United States and be able to tell you like tell like I need to email you and get your 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 address. Yeah. Uh, or you need to email me and get your address. Yeah. Uh, Tevia says, why is DC making Wally West into New Dr. Manhattan? I don't know and I could not care less, but I do appreciate your patronage. Uh, I'm not, uh, I'm not going to get into it. Okay. I'm, I haven't read enough about it and I, I, I don't care. Okay. Uh, hey, let's talk about X-Men Fantastic Four. Let's do it. This is, uh, this is a much anticipated series from Chip Zdarsky and the Dodsons. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is, of course, uh, more, more Hickman, more, like, but, you know, it's not Hickman anymore. It's, it's Zdarsky, because Hickman's busy, I yeah. guess. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, X-Men Fantastic Four. Uh, we're finally getting into, remember that first issue? Yeah, I do remember that first issue. Yeah, tell Franklin when he's ready. You can, you can come on by. You can come on by. Well, apparently, with Uncle Chuck. Yeah, well, Uncle Chuck has no more patience for Franklin. He's like, screw it. I'm just gonna go get him. Well, it's not even just patience for Franklin. It's patience for the for, for the, the Fantastic Four. Yeah. Well, no, I just love for it how Richards. like Cyclops is like, we got time, yeah, and like, Xavier's like, no, we don't. Well, because partially seeming like the issue is that like Franklin's powers are depleting. Yes, which is actually a holdover from the slot series which is happening right now uh the idea being that franklin uh you know was imbued with some powers from the uh molecule man and whatnot and uh, when he and his father and family were like reshaping and rebuilding the multiverse um he had you know nigh omnipotent godlike powers yeah. but uh yeah each each time he uses his powers a little more his his power depletes but like what about his regular power right well there is no regular power his power is like reality altering what does that mean just means like anytime he uses his power at all, but that wait, it just was goes that away from? Nope, it was just a made up thing that Dan Slott did to create tension, and now it's part of no, the story. No, 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 no. I meant like, didn't he originally have power prior to being bestowed upon him? Oh yeah, yeah, he did, but he—I don't think he could like 
focus it to the point of making reality like because they're treating it like it's that power that that's right well because because reed didn't have that the idea was that like they took the power from the molecule or that his molecule man came with them and like they used his reality altering power but like eventually they would run out of it so that they couldn't they like they would basically have used the proportionate amount of power to reconstitute the multiverse and once they've used that up yeah then they're done Right, but like I always thought that Franklin always had reality, he does. reality altering powers. Yeah, but he was I, also a little boy, so he didn't know how to use it properly. Right, and I assume that that's what they're talking about here is that his standard powers, like that's what they're saying, is like yes. that's what's failing him. Now. That's right, exactly. What, what, what we originally were hoping for, or at least what I was, was that like, yeah, okay, so the Molecule Man stuff is over, but now yeah. he's back to being Franklin Richards, right. who can still alter reality, and he's a teenager, and we got to teach him all that shit. No, that's also going away, which is a, a trope I loathe. That's like Never Ending Story 2, where it's like, I have a million wishes, but now uh, I lose a memory every time I get a wish. No, I like that, because like he's the opposite of like what the mutants typically go through around like that age, that yeah. teenage age, where it's like, he's going from having power to transitioning into just being a regular person with these incredible parents who are like the first family of the Marvel Universe. Yes. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, hi, and I'm the kid who can't do anything anymore. <laughs> but yeah. I did remake all of reality, so But he's also fun. a mutant, though. Like, I how know. does that work? And then they're saying, like, oh, maybe, like, if he runs out of powers, he won't be a mutant anymore or something. It's like, yeah, no, you, genetically, you're still a mutant. The, having powers doesn't mean you're not a mutant. Yeah. Beak doesn't have powers. He's a chicken man. That's, yeah, well, I know what you mean. But, but yeah, uh, but it's funny. So, like, um, I, I love it because, like, this is this is the book for me. Because it's like, the, the, the Richards family is like, you're weird. You mutants are being very creepy and weird, and I don't like it. Stop it. Why are you wearing that, Chuck? You look like a lunatic asshole. And I'm like, yes, I love the series, and I love what they're doing. But it's like, but you're all being culty weirdos. And I like someone, particularly the Richards, who are like, you can't stop me. To be able to say to Chuck, like, you're being weak. Like, to call him out on it. Right. Because no one's calling them out on it. Right. What like, I- anyone who is, is like, I got a giant robot that'll kill you. And it's like, no, 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 you're being too extreme. Just just call them, just call a creep a sure. creep. Sure. I mean, I do like this because we will end up seeing by the end of this issue that, like, eh, nobody's really right. No. Well, the, the, the Reed's pushing it. Reed's taking it too far, well, as he Reed's always does. Reed's doing everything that I always imagine. Like, every time I read a book for the Fantastic Four, Reed's always just at like this. And yes. I'm like, I just don't like you. Right. Don't like you. I, for me, it's like Reed is just a step or two ahead of everybody else and doesn't have the patience to catch us all up with him. Well, I'm sorry. So man. it makes him look like a jerk. Then go someplace else. Right. Well, he he's human. He's yeah. going to live here. I did like, I love... Um, Ben and uh, uh, Franklin, Franklin, like, together, like, you know, chatting it out. And, like, this is, like, the first three pages of this, I was like, all right, whatever. When we got to this and we get this, like, awesome conversation. Oh, yeah, where, where it's, like, like, Franklin's calling into question everything, where it's just, like, you know, my dad's dad... the smartest guy in the world, yeah. and, like, he saves the universe, like, daily. How come we can't figure out two problems? You and me. Right. Like, maybe because we're the most useful members of the yeah, team. Yeah, like, maybe he doesn't want that. Yeah. And, like, even if it's not on purpose, maybe it's, like, subconscious. Yeah. And, like, Ben's like, no. No, what? No. Right? No, come on. No, well, then he said, well, the answer he gives is basically just like, well, he he couldn't because then he'd be a monster. Yeah. 
which is fair, uh, which I really enjoy. It's but a great like, scene. But this is where we see like Zadarsky knows how to let like the page breathe a little bit because there's like like a panel where there's like a beat. Yeah, there's literally it's a beat where like he says all of that. And then it just dumps on them. And it's like this silhouette of them just sitting there and it's just nothing. Mm-hmm. Where like Ben's like processing everything. Where he's like, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, no? Right. <laughs> like, no. Uh, but yeah, so the X-Men and the Fantastic Four fight each other basically because like nobody wants to just ask Franklin what he wants to do. Yeah. Uh, ultimately, because, but I also love that Zadarsky is, because you'd think like Hickman should write this because Hickman, of course, like, revolutionized the Fantastic Four and did mm-hmm. some crazy stuff uh, and is also doing this whole thing with the X-Men. So, like, you'd think he'd be like, oh, I'm going to bridge these two things. But Zadarsky's taken over with this series and he is like, I'm going to show you Xavier and Richards are both arrogant jackasses who are who think that they are, like, the puppet master. Yeah. And I love seeing that that dichotomy and it's, it's handled expertly. No, it really is. And they, we should also mention, too, that at the beginning of this, um, we see this, like, pulling in of, like, the Marauders storyline, where, yes. like, Kitty Pride is out doing her, like, boat thing and stuff like that. She can't come, like, on the island via the gate. Yep. And uh, Professor X wants to see her because, like, he needs something, and it's because of her relationship, which I thought I loved that there was a yes. big callback to this thing. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, which you may remember, because we did that, actually, on this channel. We talked about X-Men versus, or Fantastic Four versus X-Men, mm-hmm. which is, like, from the 80s. Yeah. It was a great miniseries. Uh, which, if you would like to see more, there's a back issues on it. Check it out. Uh, but yeah, where they established that like Kitty and Franklin were buddies, yeah, kinda, and that right. like they like they had this like this close relationship where they like really lean on each other. Yeah, and like Kitty is like is being used big time to like be like this like no look see like you know if it's not just, all bad if we go by ourselves he's never gonna like consider it at all right if you go and Your I history like that like. Will... Yeah. yeah, and, like, maybe Kitty is, like, whatever, like, doing that, but, like, there's also a part of Kitty I'm sure that's going because she's just, like, yeah, no, I'll just, I'll, I will go because, like, I probably should be there, at the, like, for the kid's best interest. Absolutely. And that's exactly how she acts. Yeah, and she does. She handles it really well. But, uh, you know, you get some fun stuff. The X-Men and the Fantastic Four fight, uh, and, of course, Franklin is like, you guys aren't listening to me, and so he makes a run for the Krakoan portal. Well, yeah, because in the house, like, Xavier and, and um... Reed. Reed and Sue are like, you're not going. Right. And, the, and like, Reed's like, or, or Xavier's like, but you should go. Like, right. Come on, you should go. And, like, while this is all going on and, like, you know, Sue's fighting Magneto, kind of. Yeah. Like, Kitty's like, do you want to get out of here for, like, a minute? Like, yeah. just to not be here? Exactly. And so she takes him to the park where there's a portal and she's like, look, there it is. I'm like, I wasn't kidding, man. Like, I'll support you no matter which way you go. Exactly. If you don't want to go to Krakoa, I will stand up for you against Xavier. Right. And if you want to go, I will, like, help you, you know, with your folks. Yeah. Like, whatever you want to do. And then it all just goes awry. Right. Well, the Fantastic Four steps in because, like, John. He's got to protect him. And then right. the X-Men and show up and they're like, and Wolverine's like, I know how to solve this problem with six knives attached He's to like, my He's like, I fists. have diplomatic immunity. Snicked. Right, like, what are you doing? But anyway, so they fight uh, and, and Franklin makes a header for the portal and he goes through it and he literally goes through it and doesn't actually end up in Quikroa because yeah. Reed expected this to take place and he put a blocker on uh, Franklin's mutation. Yeah. Or at the very least, his mutant gene, yeah. which allows for it, mutants to be able to yeah, pass like through the Yeah, like masks portal. it. Yes. So that Krakoa doesn't think that he's a mutant. And he's just like, I figured you might do this, but like, you know, this is for, you're my son. Right. I'm this, protecting you. I know you. what's best. I'm the smartest man in the world. Yeah. I know what's best for you. So uh, leaving Reed to look like an asshole, uh, the X-Men are like, well, that is all we need. A teenager will definitely re- re- like rebel. Goodbye. And they yeah. go through the portal. Well, it's funny because it's like, 
Reed's like, you know, Charles, you could have just waited until he was an adult, and more than likely he would have gone there. Because, yes. like, he's probably curious about it. Exactly. But you didn't, which means you've got a timetable, and I don't like that. Yeah. And, like... Which I agree with, by the way. Right, right. And, like, he's just like, you know, like, t- time will tell. Yes. And then, like, Xavier's like, you're right. It will. Yeah. Time will take care of this for us now. Exactly. Because I know, like, you I, know... I know teenagers. I used to have a whole school of right. them. Right. Well, plus, like, <laughs> I have an inside track on what, like, the next million years are going to look like. And yeah. guess who's not in it? It's true. You aren't the blue lady librarian person. <laughs> and you aren't in the sanctuary either. Yeah. Only two people are. It's no, freaking... there are other people in the yeah, sanctuary. Well, there are other mutants, though. None of them are the Fantastic Four. Because well, they're mutants. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so, uh, the long and the short of it is... Uh, Franklin complains to Valeria, his sister, the two of them, like, decide to defy their kid, their, their, their parents, and they stow aboard Kitty's ship. Yeah. And end up heading to Krakoa. But they can't go to Krakoa right away because they get, uh, sidetracked. They weren't going to Krakoa. No, they the were actually going on, on a peace mission. Kitty was like, we're, we're not, not going, going there! What are you doing here? And they're like, oh. Oh, oops, we just figured you were just going there all the time. Like, no. No, I do things. Right, so they were on, uh, a, a, a mission... Uh, in a country that is particularly, uh, it's a Latveria. And yeah. uh, they get captured by Dr. Doom. Yeah. And I love Doom's appearance. He looks amazing. Uh, yeah. And his response to, he always like, Franklin, yeah. what are you doing here? And where's your father? Yeah. <laughs> Great stuff. Terrific cliffhanger. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm very excited about this series. And I also really like how, like, just design-wise, and I know you want, I want to, I want you to speak to this mostly, but like, sure. you know, all the X books have, you know, their their very specifically like looking, yeah, design elements to them. But this book has like a blend of that plus other. It's yeah. not necessarily Fantastic Four, but it's like it's something else, and it's it's really a, it's really pleasing. It is, and I like looking at it. Well, uh, but it's just really cool, and yeah, I see it throughout the book. It's those near complementary colors, right? Sort of ish, kind mm-hmm. of. And it really works because it's like you got the Fantastic Four obviously represented the blue, but the X Men are traditionally blue and gold as well. Yep. Like when you think of their uniforms, and it has that like this was designed look, which is what makes it feel so in like keeping with the X books right. and the info dump page. Yeah, they went blue because they're like we're talking about the Fantastic, the Fantastic Four. Four here. Yeah, and but it's also the way in which it is presented is not the same way. No. It's not using like Krakoan tech or no, whatever, whatever we're supposed to see. It's more like an old science book. Yes, and I kind of love that. Right? Like, it's way more like this old science kind of looking graphic, which is I think is really neat, which, which doesn't make it look super old. No. There's a modern flair to it. Yeah. I also love Zadarsky writing um, Ben Grimm. Oh, big time. He seems to have a real love for that character. Yes. And I love later on when he circles back with Richards, mm-hmm. with, with Reed, about what he did. Yes. And he's just like, you're a jerk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, you're an idiot. Mm-hmm. You don't know how to be a dad. Right. And, like, Sue's like, no, nah, it's cool. We'll figure it out. Right. Like, we'll figure it out. And it's like, mm. Yeah. Yeah, I, listen, I know Ben is, like, you know. Well, like, he dealt with it. Ben dealt with it the way a friend would. And then Sue deals with the way, like, she would deal with it. Yeah. She's like, she's like, I know how to tell him he's being an idiot. Yeah. And give him support, the, the support he needs. So but it's cool to see those But sometimes you just need to be told you're an idiot. Yeah. Well, that's where Ben is. <laughs> So you got that, uh, but yeah, a good good book. Yeah, it was a good it was a good start. Um, I don't know if I would have picked the Dodsons. For I this. would not. I'm glad you said that. I don't necessarily. Like, I like the Dodsons. I love the Dodsons as well as cover artists typically, that, and they would have done spectacularly I, just doing. But the we've cover. also seen them doing other work. I I think there's something about this inking that's really bugging the hell out of me. Yeah, that's fair. 
Like, well, what's weird is it, I think it's Rachel Dodson. So I think like it's the two of them just, as usual. I didn't care for it. Like there's something that like is really like making the art look stiff and a little off. Yeah. Something there with that inking that I don't care. It's book. really good looking. And like. A chance to look at it. I think that Cerebro on Xavier looks really dumb for the most part. It's it. Someone has to like RB Silva and you know, like those people from like Hawks and Pots can draw it. Without a hitch. Mm-hmm. I think Linneal, you can do it really well. But the Dodsons, not so much. Well, and again... Like, it just it looks goofy not, when they do it. Not everyone is suited to drawing that kind of, like, mechanical work. And, yes. like, there is something that... that it's a little more heavy lifting. They're, they're missing possibly the, the form of it, like the size of it, how yeah. it would really wrap around his head. Like, it's just a little off. Yeah, it's just a little off, but it's but it's so... It's off enough that it, 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 you're like, oh, Because Xavier's right. whole outfit is a black leotard and the helmet, that's the most important thing to get right. Right. No, no notes. I'm just like, I don't know how I would do it better. It's just like, it's just another thing where it's like, eh, that doesn't really work for me. Yeah. No, I, I completely it's understand. It's more like I'd rather just see Dot, the Dodsons draw a Fantastic Four book. Right, I... For me, I think it, it's, it comes down to that inking, which is kind of unfortunate. Because I know yes. the two of them work really well together, and I'm I not agree. sure what happened there, but no. um, I think the inking was a little weak. No, I agree. Yeah. So. Maybe it was the coloring, too. I don't know. I don't know. The coloring may... Because sometimes the coloring can make a, a book look more cartoony. Mm, it's true. And the Dodsons, depending on what you get, like Marvel Knight Spider-Man looks a little different, very different mm-hmm. from from this. But it's the same team. Right. Uh, but yeah. Uh, by the way, hashtag Justice League, win a, win a figure. Thanks for noticing. I've been keeping these out here. It's Green Lantern. Yeah. But there's more. Uh, but yeah, uh, Al Sidra says, I'm a huge fan of your channel, especially back issues. Thank you. Oh, nice. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Lucha Dandy says, being a TMZ's reporter in Gotham equals a bad time. No, I agree. Yeah, no, you can't do that. You no. Can't, you can't be that. You No. I, I mean, w- you could try. You could, but it would be a rough time. Uh, You're going to have a rough time. <laughs> Rodney Coverdale, uh, just helping us out. Thank, Thank you, you, Rodney. So much. That's very kind of you. Uh, Rusky910 says, why are they doing another crisis? Why reset the world again after putting so much effort into undoing your last reset? Uh, they never really did the undoing. They asked, like, you know, John's had a pitch. He did Rebirth. It was never a crisis. It didn't do anything. It just kind of, like, put a Band-Aid on the fact that most creators were just kind of doing whatever they wanted anyway. Like, New 52 was the decision, but it was made hastily and it didn't have a roadmap. So it was a mess. Yeah. And the creators they wanted didn't give a shit, and the editors didn't care either, so it became this, like, thing. Right. And right. then Rebirth just kind of, like, put a thing, like, a small bandit on, on a on a aorta that's just hemorrhaging blood, and it just didn't work. It just it just wasn't enough, because it right. didn't have, it didn't come to the conclusion. If Doomsday Clock were the end, that might have been an explanation. Mm. So now we've got to do another thing, because they never really did a proper crisis. Hell, metal could have been the crisis the first medal mm. uh dukan or dukan says just send in my support for the channel Thank and the shows i love so much really enjoyed that crossover video goes video you put out sal and made me a believer thank you man yeah by the way if you're not familiar we did re- uh, make this video I-, I worked on it very hard uh it's a video about uh how to make the marvel dc crossovers happen uh it's basically you know, it's like four or five minutes check it out it's in the description right now actually it's the first video you can find it's also on the main page yeah i see uh, it. but yeah it's a lot of fun uh hopefully you watch it uh, I, I think it'd be great. It's a good, sh- it's a good one. Thank you. Uh, so excited. Uh, opinion on Raimi directing S- Doctor Strange 2. Me? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's a fan. We'll see. Yeah, he is a fan. He's, a, he's as much a Doctor Strange fan as he is of uh, Spider-Man. So, we'll see. Yeah, I, we will see. I really don't need Flying Fist Cam. No, I don't blame you there. 
Uh, I, I, I need. I do. I don't. I know. <laughs> I don't. I need that in like any movie that that stars Ash. Right. Fine. And maybe Spider Man, but only if he's played by Tobin McGuire. But like, I don't need that. Yeah. No, I know. Like, I need like, like really subdued. Yeah. Put together, Raimi. Yeah. Nah, we'll see. See how it the goes. The thing is, if Nightmare is the villain, I think Raimi's the uh, a great choice for Nightmare. Yeah, he's gonna be. Ugh. The thing is, I I think he's gonna go for like a like a like an old school, not like whatever Derrickson thought. Uh, you, no, no, here's the thing. You don't need to tell me that. I understand all of that. Yeah. My issue is literally in some of his film choices. Oh, that's where I'm like, Hit. right. That's fair. That's where I get concerned. Heartless Fang, hey guys, recovering from a string of sicknesses here. I'm oh sorry gosh. to hear that, man. I oh, hope you're doing well. Yeah. Uh, stay warm and hydrated. Also, uh, favorite Studio Ghibli film will always be Kiki's Delivery Service. I've heard of that. I've never seen it. No, Which seems either. impossible because there's a cat. Yeah. Alcidra, uh, have you ever considered doing the Contagion No Man's Land arc in your back issues? Is there any way to make recommendations on Patreon, like Patreon rewards? Uh, I've considered no, no Man's Land, not Contagion. Probably not, anyway. Contagion's short, so I could do it. Uh, when bad issues was a thing, maybe, uh, it would have been, it would def it would have been a definite mm. as opposed to now where it's like, maybe it really depends if the channel gets on upswing, if we're doing better, I'll be more inclined to do more of those. Sure. Um, no man's land is a definite, just not sure when. Right. Uh, also, uh, I don't like Linkara does those like Patreon rewards thing where it's like, you pay enough and I'll do your video for you. But like, it's a lot of time. It's a lot of effort. It's not just my schedule. It's multiple people's schedules to make those shows. Uh, I feel like if it's going to be a video that's like going to take like seven hours of collective work it shouldn't just be for one or two people that's fair and also we don't want you guys have to like to pay, pay for, for your video yeah exactly yeah just the other thing is wouldn't it wouldn't it be crappy if you gave me like some money and then like i was gonna do the video anyway like that yeah, no not fair no 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 so don't do that don't, and and you don't want that trust me uh kyle johnson says when i catch back up to him oh, uh, oh there's nope uh, we're, we're, we're going to find it. Yeah. Whoop. There he is. I know that what Reed did is totally in his character, but I see, but I can see Batman doing the same thing. I love this issue. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, no. Oh, no, I, Batman's a jerk, too. <laughs> but, yeah. Best dads. Right, best dads. Yeah, Reed and Batman. That's a cool combo. I'd like to see that. <laughs> Kenneth Dowling, Sal, I can respect your opinion on Batman's grave. I can't get enough reading uh, it month to month with X-Men's second uh here's more money all the best guys thank, thank you. you yeah man i, I listen with x-men i can't wait i'm not going to also because like eh, whatever uh, the, the other thing is i don't read as many issues right right but yeah um dan v 900 i recently discovered your channel oh, welcome to the population man uh, i love your content i wasn't a fan of birds of prey and hated the portrayal of cassie kane she should have been another character since it was so different i agree uh there's a lot of that we'll get into it i yeah. promise but like on that note, if I don't have to talk about it later, I will say, like, there's a lot of, like, well, we'll just use that name. Yeah. I don't care was, who it is, There was a though. lot of that, and, like, that is frustrating, especially, I mean, like, they're acting like it's all multiversal, multiversal anyway. Yeah. So you never know when those characters could crop back up again, but I can definitely see that leading to confusion. Big time. Particularly for the smaller characters like Cassie King. Yeah. Cassie should not should not have been Cassie. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I hear what you're saying, man. Thank you very much for your contribution. Thank you, thank you. Uh, Rusky says, uh, has Hickman ever been on, has Hickman's run on X-Men ever been given a timetable or is it just until further notice? I think it's like, yeah, I have no idea if it's like a monthly it or not. It feels like. It's like bi-monthly, like every, like twice a month. 
So I think X Men's no, no, coming no, out no. next I week. I think he's talking about like, in, like, does it have an end date? Oh, and I was gonna say it feels like it does. I, yes, I mean, like, I we know Hickman's a planner, so we know that it's not like like with Jeff Johns, where it's like, no, I don't know, will it end? Will it just stop? Yeah, you know what? And it's not like like Marvel's gonna get a bigger writer who's gonna derail what Hickman's doing. Right. So yes, there's a termination date. We don't know what it is. That's all I can say about that, because I don't know anymore. Right. Uh, Justin. Rigby, Rigsby, GBU idea, DC5G, MC2, something else with a time skip. Oh. Time skip. I like that. Time I had skip. a great idea for GBU. Did you? Yeah. I'm excited to hear about it. You don't have to do it right now. Tell oh, no, no, I didn't tell you now. Okay. That's fine. Uh, the, uh, you know how, like, because we're going to do metal sometime soon? Yeah. We could do, like, the Batman issues. Ah, uh, ooh. Right? Yeah, let's put the yeah. drowned in there. Yeah. Oh, that was my was one of my favorites. I, I, she's like my favorite design. Yeah. She's there's a statue of her. That I know. GameStop sells. I'm I'm the I'm the person who's like I like the look of the dragon. I didn't know you wanted that more. Left. Yeah, me too. Like, I didn't know you wanted down. that. I would have gotten it for you. Aw, it's cheap. It's not a big deal. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well thanks. Uh, Dan V nine hundred back says DC is such a mess right now. Where the Phantom Stranger is being confronting. Is a being confronting the League in issue 39, then he's captured in the sequel series. The editors are not paying attention where it sucks. I agree. Yeah. The editors are not... Well, the editors don't care. Because I think for them, they're like, well, we got a termination date. It's coming well, up. Well, it also feels sometimes like some of the editors for some of these books have no power over their writers. Yes. Which you do. Like, just tell Bendis what he wants, like, what you need him to do. Right, but it feels like the chain of, like, how it's supposed to go isn't necessarily how it goes because they just want to keep the talent happy. Exactly. Which there's something to be said about that. There is. But, like... The ba- there's no balance anymore. No, they have, they everything's out of. And whack. there's no power. Yeah, like who's gonna what do you, what do you do if you don't edit the books? Yeah, uh, and super what duper headass do? says, what do you even do? Love your channel. You guys have expanded my love for comics. I'm happy to hear that, man. Thank you so much. I've recently read Watchmen and The Dark Knight Returns, amongst <gasps> great works. Those are two great Those works. Those are great. So, like, people's top ten. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good you're in start. good company. Good start. That's an excellent start. Yeah, great, yeah. great job, man. Uh, I know that you read Conan, so let's talk about Conan. Yeah, I'm going to really just breeze through this very quickly because sure. I want to make sure we have time to talk about uh, Birds of Prey. But it was uh, Conan Battle for the Serpent Crown. Yes. Is this, like, a sequel to that other thing with, with Moon Knight? No. Nope. This okay. is... Um, this is kind of more a sequel to um, Savage Avengers. Oh, good. And by sequel, I mean... It Sav- is. Savage Avengers had like a weird zero issue yes. that I picked up and oh, then realized you? it was a, a throwback and I haven't had a chance to read it because it's mm. like 50 pages. Like okay. it's really long because it, <laughs> it involves Strange going real quick. I read the beginning and the end of Savage Avengers number zero just because I was like, all right, I will get to this middle part, which is literally just an old issue yeah. looking, I believe. Okay. But... um. In that, Strange goes to Krakoa. What? Yeah, he just poofs himself there. He's like, hey, That's guys. awesome. And they're like, you can't be here. <laughs> no no human may touch, may, may step foot onto Krakoa. Yeah, he's like, don't tell me So then he do. just, like, levitates. He's like, there. <laughs> there we'll like, go. there, I'm not stepping on anything. Wait, you got a problem with that? That's amazing. Freaking Sorcerer Supreme, what are you going to do? He's I like, love I'm, that. He's like, I'm here to see magic. Okay. And then she, he tells her that, like, Cullen Gath is back and, like, it's going to be a real problem. Oh, no. And, like, she's had history with him. And so, like, she's like, I'm ready for him this time. Okay. So that's filling that in. And then they'll continue going with that story. But this is, like, post-Conan going to find, he's going to find Cullen Gath. Okay. And so, like, this book uh, written by Saladin Ahmed. Oh. With art by Luke Ross. Okay. Is um, Conan in the current Marvel age. Right. So it's a Conan wandering around the United States. Okay. Being like, okay, I have to kill a wizard. I have to find a wizard. (laughs) 
where is a wizard? And so, like, he ends up in Las Vegas. Oh, no. You know exactly oh, where he's going. Oh, no, I do. Um, Thanks and- to you entirely. Ha-ha. No. no. It's me. Oh, yeah. Um, Conan ends up, like, trying to rob an armored car because he's like, ah, a wagon. <laughs> clearly... Clearly, it's it has great it has great like value to it because look at these armed men. So he like tries to beat them up. They actually end up getting the better of Conan because they have got this like electricity weapon. But like some chick shows up and like shorts it out because she was also going to steal what was in there. Okay. So then they team up. I don't know what her name is. And I don't <laughs> think we find out. By the way, she gives him his cut because there's like a safe in there. Yeah. And there's no way Conan could have opened it. It's like a, it's like a like a really highly electronic thing. Right. And like Conan's like, yeah, they were right. Oops. I literally would have never been able to get this open. Yeah. Um, so she gets it open. She splits it with him and she hands him the paper money. And he's like, what is this? <laughs> this is paper. Where's the gold? Right. And she's like, that's money, sweetheart. Yeah, they don't make that anymore. Okay. She convinces him to go with her and is like, I've got a score that'll set you, set us up before I leave Vegas. Because obviously we got to get out of here now. Because like, there's no way that one guard doesn't remember what we look like. Right. Yeah, you're very specific looking. Yeah. Uh, and the score is that she wants to break into this um, like guy's penthouse to steal something because a friend of hers died and like this stuff was taken. Yeah. And um, and he's like, "You said I was gonna be rich," and she's like, "Yeah, yeah, trust me." In the same place where the thing is that I need, this guy's got like all these emeralds and all this crap, and he's like, "I'm in." So they go to this hotel, and it's Mephisto's hotel. Yes, the Hell Hotel. Jesus, and this like, damnation Conan, is just getting a lot of mileage uh, out of yeah, damnation. I mean, Conan's like, this isn't like a regular building. Right. She's like, no, nah, it's fine. Like, here's the plan. And she like goes over the plan. And then Conan just jumps on the side of the building and starts climbing it. Mm-hmm. And she's like, or oh, we could do that, I guess. Right. Fine. Whatever. Take the elevator. They get into the guy's um, like hotel room. Someone's already robbed it. And it's Black Cat. Oh, okay. So Black Cat's got all the stuff. Oh, no. And then we like cut to elsewhere. Where the guy who in the she hotel, was, yeah, where she was robbing from, or it just says elsewhere because don't forget, oh, right, Johnny nobody Blaze cares. is like yeah. going after him. Um, but like this guy is talking to like Mephisto, and like there's a plan that like Conan's gonna bust him out. So yeah, he's in his like okay, but like this guy's also there, so I don't know how he got in there. No. He's like Mephisto's plan is to get Conan to bust him out. Okay. And like, yeah. And that's how they're gonna wrap up the Mephisto being in there. I because Johnny Blaze is doing something too though, so I don't know. Right. But I was like, all right, cool. I'll That's check. fun. I, I checked this out just simply because of the fact that it's Conan dealing with the modern world. I initially wasn't, like, really going to pick this up. But no. I was like, all right, let me just see what Conan's doing right now. Yeah. And now Black Cat's there. And, like, when she shows up, like, he, how does he describe her? Uh, oh, this this woman, she's comely and fierce. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, thank you, Conan. I love it. Thank you. That's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, that's Conan uh, and the Serpent Crown. If you just if you just you, if you're not a fan of Conan being like not in a modern age having effect on any of the Marvel universe, then this might be the book for you if you want to read about Conan because this is literally Conan having to deal with modern world and, mod- being and, Conan. and Marvel stuff. Yeah, exactly. That's cool. So, kind of neat. Yeah, uh, Z Z Zish, Zishanali Laka. I saw. I'm sorry, <laughs> but Zishani says. Uh, Zizahani, Zishanahali, Ziz, Ziz, Zishanali, Thank you. Sorry. Uh, Zishanali says, "Hey, love your channel for years. Uh, you have gotten me to start to buy comics weekly thanks to your shows. Thank you Aww. for the awesome comment. Thank, thank, thank you, you very so much. much. Sorry and about your name. That, not, not that you have that name. That I have the problem yeah. saying it. That's that's all me." 
Uh, but thank you for, for, for A, watching for years, and yeah, B, for you. that thank kind you, thank you, thank you. Uh, generosity. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Um, hashtag Justice League. Hashtag Justice League. Win Jon Stewart. This is from DC Universe, by the way. Like, they don't make this. You, don't, you can't just go get it. Like, you got to get it from their app or something, I guess. I don't know. We have them all, friend. Got them all. It's great. See? Not that one, though, nope. this time. You get this one. Yeah. Just John for now. Yeah, I have a relationship with Hawk Girl. Yeah. And then things don't go right. No, and they never really do. But I guess they do, because if you watch Batman Beyond, it does. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, recommendation. Oh, no, um, Birds of Prey. So Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. Uh, so, all right. Um, let's talk about what worked. All right. Um, I think that the the brazen nature in which they steamroll ahead and go like, yes, Suicide Squad happened. Yes, we still want to do a un like a you know what I mean. They didn't try to pretend. They didn't. They had a stand-in for Joker for like ex for like deleted scenes where Joker like throws her like stuff out the window. Yeah. We've seen it of him with like his face is obscured by a window, but it's clearly Juggalo Joker from that awful movie. Yeah, and like they they had that, but like not having him in there, kind of smart, but like it's that Joker. Yeah, you know. Like, they, they didn't, they, they shied away for, from it in the best ways. Right, right. But still, like, get, went, yeah, no, we're going to do this now. We're going to do this movie. It's about her. It's about these characters. It all kind of works pretty well. Yeah. In that universe. In that thing. Yeah. Um, I don't, yeah. So that worked, I think. The fact that, like, they were like, hey, we're doing the sequel. Come hell or high water. Who cares? Right? Mm -hmm. I, I kind of really respect that. Uh, also, it's very much like the Harley Quinn story. There are moments where like characters take like center stage, as it's wont to do in an ensemble piece. But uh, for the most part, you're like, okay, yeah, the Harley's story. Harley's like, you know, and you know, she's. I don't know if I find her sympathetic, but I right. did enjoy her journey. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it worked, despite her not like the show Harley Quinn's cartoon. I like care about her more in that show. Yes. There's more time spent with her in that show. Yeah. But I care more about like the journey she's trying to go on and I buy it more. Yeah. Than this, like the breakup. She's like, Joker and I broke up for real this time. That's all you had. That's literally all you had was her word for it. A yeah. crazy person and no other side to it, which yeah. would be the Joker, another crazy person. Like that for me, the catalyst for the movie doesn't work so well because it's, it's not enough. We've super serial broke up. Like, that's not enough for me. Right, right. To really have a justification. But that being said, once you get past, if you ignore that shit, and you're just in, in it for that, like, where she's like, no, I'm actually going to do this thing for myself. You're like, all right. Like, I was on, I was on board. Mm-hmm. You? Um, yeah. You know, it's funny. Like, what, what worked for me, um, was some of, like, the ancillary characters really worked for me, and not even ancillary, but, like, um... Supporting characters. Supporting characters. Uh, like, I really liked, um, Black Canary. Yeah. I thought she was good. I, she was actually the one I felt, like, the most, like... The, well, she was developed. the one they spent the most time developing. Right, but it was, like, I... Without having to get her entire backstory, like, I got her character. Right. You know what I mean? Like, she feels beholden to this guy because, like, he kind of helped her out. Like, yeah. the Black Mask. Right. And, like, she's also, like, he's kind of a lunatic, but, like, I kind of owe him everything. Like, exactly. Like, the fact that I have any success whatsoever. Yeah. But, like, there is something to her. Like, she's, like, you know, like... But she knows right from wrong. And... Exactly. Exactly. So, like, I felt a lot of development with her character with the short amount of time we had with yeah. her. Yeah. And it's funny because I, they didn't... I think they spent more time developing Renee's character than Dinah's character, but I liked Dinah's character more. Yeah. And, like, she fit in this universe fine. Yeah. Like, there was no weirdness. It, it wasn't, yeah. like... Because it was, like... They make a movie called Birds of Prey. 
A, stupid idea. But B, people were expecting it to be like the comic, which nothing about it said it was going to be like that. Right. Like, it was never going to be like that. Yeah. And I feel like that was almost to their... Like, maybe it's that they were like, well, it's we can use Birds of Prey because no one in the movie-going populace has any preconceived ideas about who they are. Mm-hmm. And Harley will then be able to stand out while also being part of, like, the X-Force of the DC Universe. Mm-hmm. And as opposed to them doing, like, Gotham City Sirens. Right. Where it's like, we have to cast a Catwoman from David Ayer's Suicide Squad-type universe. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we got to cast Poison no. Ivy. Well, yes. Because Gotham City Sirens would have been Harley, Ivy, and Catwoman, which would have been freaking awesome. Yeah. But it would have been complicated. I'm sure DC was like, we just cast Catwoman in our Batman potential DC Cinematic Universe yeah. reboot. No, you can't we're, do that. We're not going to have yeah, two you Catwomen. You can't do that. Um, but yeah, they should have done that. Yeah. Um, that said, like, I initially wasn't sure about how, Bla- how well Black Mask was going to work. He, he, he didn't really... Yeah, I I remember hearing like you know Ewan McGregor and I was like I love Ewan McGregor I'm in I'm in right then he's in it first like twenty minutes or so it's like I see what you're doing okay he's yeah he kind of sleepwalking through the role he's doing a, he's making choices but not too many very like clear character driven choices okay but then yeah <laughs> there's a turn Go yeah ahead. well that's what I like about it. I'm like Ewan McGregor playing this role I I would say it's definitely not just um like Black Mask. Like you, that you he, may or may not. He is know. not Black Mask from Under the Red Hood. No, from Batman comics. No, like he is not the Black Mask. But, although he looks just like him, right? When but he's wearing the mask. If you think about it in terms of what Joker exists in this world, then like he is a cracked mirror version as well of Black Mask. Yes. Um. Right. It's it's. And I, I know that, like, honestly, Suicide Squad is supposed to be part of the DCEU. It's yeah. part of Snyder's universe. But I gotta say, like, Suicide Squad is very much David Ayer's. Thing. Right. So, like, I call it the Ayerverse because it's like, yeah, Captain Boomerang is this, like, unicorn t- doll banging, like, you know, they, everyone is a very, like, oh, Juggalo Joker, like, oh, Harley Quinn, like, bleh. Like, they're, they're very specific characters yeah. and caricatures of those characters. Right. So, it's like, they all fit in that in that universe. Dinah, right. very much the, the Ayerverse. Right, but she's great. Yeah, but, but Black, Black Mask, Mask, like, he's going along, he's being, like, Ewan McGregor. He, to me, initially was, like... Zeus from Tron Legacy. Right. Like, the guy who runs the club in Tron Legacy. He's just having a good time, right. showing off, whatever. A little right? flamboyant, but not too much. Right, just a little, like, whatever, right? And mm-hmm. then and then he has these little moments where it's just like, you get a little peek of, like, the lunacy that he has. Right. And, like, it's just like a little, like, wait, what? Yeah. Wait, well, what? For me, I liked the moments where it's like he's in private. Yeah. And he just, he has these, like, little affectations and these, like, okie-dokies. And, like, you just kind of, he's, you can tell why people listen to him and yes. why they follow him. And why he lulls you into a false sense of security. Mm-hmm. But then, like, you're talking about, like, you know, we see two different black masks in the same club in two different times. Like, he's in he's in his club. He's like, woo, I'm black mask. I'm running my club. Blah, blah, blah. Then you go to the next part of the club where it's like, he he's not on cloud nine. He's, he, like, he's... 
he's either on uppers and downers or he has like schizophrenia or something where yeah. it's like he's 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 ex- he's a person of extremes yeah he really is and um i also like him though like in that moment when dinah shows up and she's his driver now yeah and like he immediately pushes away Zaz. his well his best friend i was right. like i don't know if that's a spoiler or not no well we already said it was gonna be spoilers but, yeah that's yeah. true um Zaz is his like number one guy. Yes, and Bob. Um, and like Zaz is like clearly infatuated with him. Yeah, and I remember like reading a thing before we saw the movie where a, a reporter was like, "It's slow. Uh, are they gay?" And I'm like, "What an obvious thing it to go for!" It's like, like if anything, Zaz it may be in love with Black Mask, but like it's so not important or drives the plot. I love Hugh McGregor's approach where he's like, "Sure," because like. I don't want to that's spoil not, the ending, but, like, he's just like, who cares? Right, but, like, really for me, like, that, that who cares matter. is, like, a fundamental misunderstanding of that relationship, I guess, because it's, like... Well, I like Black Mask being like, he's not gay. No. But Zaz might be. Right, or, like, Zaz has, like, a, like, you know, like, an infatuation almost like the Joker has with Batman. Like, right. Like, in a way where it's just like, no, you're, like... You're, you're up it. here, yeah. Yeah like, yeah, like, you're, like, One, no. I think it's because, like, Black Mask comes from, like, like you know money and like yeah. prestige and yeah. then he's like but he but he's but he pays attention to a schlub like me like yeah you know, like, everyone feels beholden the black mask and he's right. like he feels like gratitude and like black mask also in, like embraces his like special set of talents yeah he doesn't want him to change he doesn't try to change me he, he likes that i do me. this he's like no no go ahead cut the faces off of people go yeah for it. I that's love what you that. like to do i love everything about you right. when you do that well it's like you cut people i want you to cut their faces off it's a perfect marriage of our of our thing yeah you cut them i like the face thing right do right the, like, look, it's a, it's like chocolate and peanut butter. Yeah. Meanwhile, Black Mask just seemingly likes the attention he gets from him and the fact that, like, Zaz is, like, always worried about him. Yes. And, like, oh, you okay? You okay? Good? You good? Right. Or somebody, like, somebody might be, like, you know, betraying you right. or whatever. And, like, Black Mask in this, there's, like... I don't think he doesn't, like, regard him, though. It's not, like, because Zaz seems, like, kind of very covetous of Black Mask and his... Uh, Sionis. When Dinah shows up, yes. he's like, I'm worried he's being, he's replacing me. Yeah. And I don't think that Black Mask is replacing him. It's no. more just like, that's who I am. No, I like he's people just like, who... no, I want everyone to pay attention exactly. to me. Exactly. Like, I want all the attention. Yeah, but Zaz doesn't know that. No, and like, there is a lot of subtleties to, like, McGregor's, like, portrayal of yeah. this. And like, how quickly he can turn it on and off. Right. It's like, it's kind of incredible. Right. Well, it's like, a lesser actor, a character actor, would have, like, really played it one way or the other, or yeah. it might not have had the subtlety to it, but, mm-hmm. like, McGregor... Getting him like that actually made the character more interesting. Like, I mean, we spent like ten minutes talking about this one character, right? And I feel bad because I remember being like, at the end of it, I was like, I think I really loved Black Mask the most out of this movie. And it's like, this is very much like it's written by a woman, it's directed by a woman, it's a yeah. feminist kind of like ideal movie. And I like the dude in it. And it's like, I don't want to necessarily harp on that too much, no. but I do want to say like, I liked a lot of characters well, in this movie, but like Black Mask for me was such a fun through line in this. In yeah, this flick. and I always like to like. When I celebrate a villain who's done really well. And that's because, it. Because, like, he is, like, he is not necessarily the mustache-twirling villain. No. But he is, like, a, like, it's very upsetting. Like, at times, because at first they're like, all right, cool. Like, so he gets that, all his dirty or whatever. There is a moment in the club no. that, like, the movie, like, you're like, wait, what? Yeah, the movie almost becomes, like, a real movie. Yeah, like, it goes in a really bizarre direction that, like, you think it's going to go one way even at the end of that scene, and it doesn't. It just yeah, ends. Yeah, it just stops. And you're like... This is what Black Mask is all about. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, th- he is just, like, an uncomfortable person who, like, is c- in complete control of his surroundings, even if he doesn't seem like he yeah. is. And he also has, like, this fear of others, like, laughing at him. Very or, much. Or, like, talking about him. Yeah. Like, that he's not well, he has in a, control. He, yeah. He wants control, and he also, he wants to have 
acceptance. Right, which is really cool. And, like, that's like that's it. Like, just Ewan McGregor did a really good job. Yes. Um, uh, as In terms of, like, the other characters, yeah. Huntress... Was Mary Elizabeth Linstead. Her their interpretation of that character was kind of incredible. I agree. And there was a, mo- a few moments in that where I was like, "Oh my god, this is kind of like what we were joking about when we've covered Huntress in books." Yes. Where it's just like, "No, I'm Huntress. You know, remember me? Right, Huntress. Yeah, the not Batman. Come I'm on. the other costume person in Gotham. Yeah, you would remember that. Yeah. Like, no, of course not. I, I love that. I also love the exploration of Huntress Helena Bertinelli as a character. A, use the origin. Whoa. Yeah. B. They were like, no, a girl at like her age, taken away from her parents, who are already sociopaths, raised by a sociopath mm-hmm. to train to be an assassin would have very poor social skills. Yeah. And I love that idea where like it's really subtle. She's not really in the movie. Like she's in it and like she doesn't have she probably if she has ten lines, she has a thousand lines. Yeah. And like she doesn't talk much, but when she does, it's very much like this person on the outside who also and maybe the movie, the whole movie is kind of about acceptance. But like wanting to be accepted and right. be and belong, oh. right? Like because Huntress wants to belong, she wants friends. Roman wants to be accepted by everybody because his family rejected him. Harley wants to belong now that she doesn't have Joker anymore. Yep. Um, and Cassie, who cares? Uh, and Dinah, of course, like she's like, well, I knew what my mother did and what she was all about, and I don't yep. want to. And I rejected that lesson because yep. it led to her death. Yep. So now where am I? And that's kind of cool. Like, mm-hmm. hey, this movie had a plot. It had a theme, yeah, and it had characters in it, <laughs> like, yeah, and that's not a bad trifecta, especially no. because all the actors did a really nice job with the characters they were given. Like I said, a lot of those, a couple of those characters, just names. Cassandra Kane, I saying. think she's the weakest part of it because she's literally a plot device. She really is. I mean, she's a plot device, but she's like also like a, an opportunity for growth in Harley. Yes, which is both simultaneously accepted and rejected. Right. Like which is cool, like, which is which is ex- which is totally acceptable and works very well in that kind of movie. Yeah, uh, you know, she is literally in a, a MacGuffin. We, if we could have replaced her with, we could have replaced her with a tape recorder. I was gonna say we could have replaced her with Bruce. Yes, with the hy- with the hyena. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. The freaking hyena has like a just do Men in Black. He has a thing around his neck, or, and that's where the diamond. Or he is. ate it. Or he ate it. That's it. Bruce ate the diamond. Now it's fun, and we got to spend more money on the CG hyena. Right. I, Which I loved the CG hyena. Yeah, Bruce the hyena, great. We speculated uh, that it was a dog in like with a mocap yeah. suit on. I hope it was. I hope so because like, I was like, if, is that a thing you can do? But can like, you do thing, it? Can you mocap a dog? Good on Margot Robbie because she reacts really, really well yeah. to like Bruce being there or not being there. Right. Like, just really well done. Yes. Uh, I. It's funny because I remember thinking, like, you know, there's a lot of people talking about Cassie Kane and how, like, how what an injustice was done on that character. Mm-hmm. That's not the character. Like, <laughs> it's not the character at all. It's just the name. Yeah. You could literally call her anything. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And the other thing is, Cassie Kane has a storied history and a very complicated, and is a complicated character to put on film. I wouldn't expect her right away. Yeah. And I wouldn't have, ex- and I, and, and that character from the comic doesn't work in this movie in any way. No. It would not have worked to have made that character work the way that it does in the comics. Yeah. So like, no one would have been happy. Just change the name. Yeah. And I think it was just, I think, and you know what I think that was? That was DC being too, like thinking they were being 
too faithful to the material. Where they were like, yeah, we're doing all these things. We got this Harley Quinn show. We got this app. We're making stuff. We we, we're, we have 16,000 YouTubers all on one couch watching our cartoons. Like, we are f- paying attention. Look, Black Canary's in a movie. Yeah. Also, Cassandra Cain. And it's like, yeah, but that's not anything. Like, you, And you don't have to do that. It could literally... It should have been the freaking dog. Like, now, <laughs> now I'm just like... I'm like, oh, you could have changed your name. You could have made her somebody else. You could have made her Stephanie Brown. Yeah. Fewer people would have been mad. Yeah. Well, those people, the people who were mad would have been very mad. <laughs> but, like, it could have been Stephanie Brown. doesn't matter. But, like, you know, it's so different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it should have been the freaking dog. What a waste. Well, because that's just, like, it's just, like, fine, whatever. But then she doesn't get that growth of, like, being able to, like... Have yeah, now she feels like... Well, yeah. But, like, granted, she's obsessed with the hyena, so it wouldn't have mattered. So. Yeah, no, but it, the, the growth isn't there. You know, it's not like her being like, no, yeah. I'm, I'm, able, I'm able to influence her and through her me. The, the, the growth is there. The character's there. Yeah, I, I assume they wanted to, again, like you said, with Cassie Kane, just do that just because of the fact that it was like, look, we, we know comics. Yeah. We know this name's in there. Right. Yeah, we did Helena Bertinelli's friggin' origin. Right. And I guess it could also be them just... Possibly just saying, like, we were never going to use this character. That's right. And so, like, so we used it. Just yeah. to show you, like, hey, well, we, exa- yeah, the, we get it. This definitely says to me, you're never going to see a Black Canary Huntress or, like, Renee Montoya, like Gotham City Sirens movie. Or a uh, Gotham City PD movie. Right. Uh, weakest part for me was Renee Montoya. Of the cast, of the main cast. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. Um, she She grew on me as the movie went on. Yes. Initially, I was like, "You're trying. You're pushing this character really too hard." Like, um, number one, mm-hmm. why is she so old? Yeah. Number two, I don't like this person, and it's not like every character needs to be likable, but like, I'm not in with this character. Right. Like, why is she so obsessed with these characters? Like, why is she need? You know what I mean? Like, what's her tether to Cyanus? Why does she care so much? Why is she such a go getter? What is her connection to the Gotham City PD? Yeah. Maybe we could have shown her like on like a younger character, like on the beat. I don't know. Not we don't need deleted scenes. I'm just saying like. There's something about her that was not enough mm-hmm. for, you know, we, what we did get was she likes 80s cops movies. And that's funny that she's like that. She takes so, so seriously. Right, right. And I'm like, that's not enough. And the actor just, I don't think did it enough. Like, she, and I, I think that's just because she didn't have enough to work. She was like, I don't know. You want me to be this character? But like, who is this? Yeah. And it's no, like, it's, just, just have fun. Just have fun. It's like, right. I can, but who cares? She's also an interesting character because it's like, it's, you the other characters, like Huntress, you don't necessarily need Batman in there to make her work. Harley, no. you don't need Batman in there. Nope. Dinah, you don't need Batman nope. in there. Cassie, different story, but different character. But also totally untethered from Batman for a time. Yeah. All the way up until Irene Batgirl. Like, Renee is part of the GCPD, which is obviously always affected by, by, Batman. by Batman. Or at the very least, Gordon. Yeah. And without those other characters there, it just felt like... That police station felt so isolated from, from Gotham. Gotham. It, like, to the point where it didn't feel like Gotham. It wasn't. Most of the movie didn't feel like we were in Gotham, except when we went to the amusement park, which I was like, ha, they did it. Yeah. They did the thing. Right. The amusement park, amusement mile, which is a real thing. Yeah. Uh, Ace Chemicals also. Yeah, that felt very, very Gotham. But like that police station did not. Not at all. Like, you know, we didn't, you know, you had J.K. Simmons at some point. You could have put him in a trench coat. Bullock would have been enough. Bullock would have been enough to All you needed it. was Bullock. Hell, no. you could have made the jerk. Yeah. Bullock. Now, of course, I assume Gotham itself, GCPD, there's all different precincts. Maybe she's at a different it's one. It's a big city. Sure. But it's weird to think of Renee Montoya not at 
that one. That but this, is, this is a different version of her. Yeah. So for me, like, I, I think I was having a hard time getting in the mindset that we're obviously doing a different character. Yes. We're doing a different version of this and just But again, away. again, Renee Montoya is not Renee Montoya. Right. And it's not even like anyone mentions Bullock. Nobody mentions no, Gordon. Nope. The only character in, the only cop in Gotham we get is Renee. Yeah. The rest of them are all jokes. Yeah. And that's kind of a dis- like, and and if you're gonna put Cassie Kane in this movie, maybe cast Bullock. Yeah, because you know who you did, you know he, you could have put Bullock in Batman Begins, but you chose Flash, so you've already done Flash, yeah. so you could still do Bullock. Yep. Unless you're saving Bullock for the friggin' Batman movie. Which maybe they are. And, and it could be this movie was totally hamstrung by a whole bunch of, like, Warner Brothers decisions. The reason why Robin and the rest of the Titans never, never show up in Justice League Unlimited is because of this weirdo Bat embargo. Yeah. And that sucks. Yeah. Like, it sucks on toast because it's like, you own all these characters. What's the point <laughs> if you're not gonna put them in everything? Yeah. But, yeah. So, that did, so for me, Renee was, eh, A, one-dimensional, B, a, a, a disservice to the Renee Montoya character. It's like, it's... It's a Hispanic character in the GCPD. Her first appearance in the Batman animated series. Like, she's, she, if you want to empower women and give them, don't make one of your Hispanic representations a joke. Yeah. Or a doofus who gets kicked out windows. Like, make her interesting. Make her cool. Don't make her this, and and all so that she could fill in the gap for Barbara Gordon. That sucks. Like, that's a disappointment. Yeah. But by the way, none of these moments in any way made me go like, this movie's bullshit. No, no, It's just no, kind no. of like, when you think about it afterwards, you're like, oh, that, that could have been a little different, or that right. could have been better, or don't do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I, Margot Robbie. Yeah. She did fine. Yeah, no, she, she... She really, like, yeah. She definitely did. I mean, like, she clearly really enjoys playing this character. Yeah. Um, You know, it, it's weird. Like, she... There was just something about the performance that it wasn't as, like, fully, like, realized at times. I Agreed. Feel like, it, it was just, at times, not, I don't want to say phoning it in because I don't think so. No, it wasn't phoning but it in. But it yeah. wasn't quite hitting the mark every time. No, it was not. And I was like, that's interesting because I know she's really passionate about it. I this. know. Well, she cl- she produced this movie. Yeah. Uh, and so, I, yeah. I, I But I, I, I was, I was like, wondering whether I should say anything out loud about it because I was like, do you agree? Like, but yeah. Uh, the Margot Robbie thing... You know what's funny? What's funny? There's a there's a scene in it where she gets the sandwich and like it looks great and everything and that's funny, but like her like weird obsession with the sandwich in this one isolated moment for me was like kind of like the representative of what I'm seeing that's wrong with Harley. Where I was like, I don't really get it. Like, See that I liked. I I was like, that is Harley. Fine. Like that right. to me, I was like, I totally accepted that. I embraced that. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's hilarious. And like it comes back. Yeah. At different points in the, in the movie, but doesn't like hit you over the head with it. Yeah. Like when she sees Montoya, all she can think about is the sandwich. Yes. Don't, we don't say it and we don't no. see it. She's just like, you again. Right. Like, you wrecked my sandwich. Right. But I forgot about that because of how stupid it was. So I didn't, I was just like, Why I did not. I was like, haha, because she wanted her sandwich right. and we get the sandwich call back at the end. Yes, that's fair. So like the sandwich has a full arc. Yes, it does. Uh, and, it, and it works, by the way. I'm just yeah. saying, but there were moments where I'm like, what are you doing? Like, what is this? Like, yeah. That's weird. Um, yeah, it just didn't feel. That didn't feel as cohesive as it could have been. Um, I feel like a big problem with some of the cohesion, which yeah. again, oh, this yeah. is not me saying I didn't the like structure. this movie, but like because I did, I had a good time with this movie. This is definitely like a popcorn kind of flick. Yes, and I don't think it was striving to be anything else but that. And right. so, fine, no problem. Yeah, 
the editing for me was not tight. No. And like when you have a movie like this that tells the story the way it does, which is kind of like we're here, we're there, we're here, we're there. Yep. You need an editor who fully understands that timeline and gets those beats. Yeah. And I feel like it was missing those beats at times. Very much. That was that was a big problem that I had where I was like, you're doing the out of sequence thing again. You're gonna swordfish this bitch. Like, what are you doing? I don't. And I don't mind that type of story. No, but it was too much. It was. Like, it was too much, and it was too frenetic, and it didn't... But it wasn't even like a Baz Luhrmann movie where it's frenetic, where it's, like, supposed to be like that. By the way, right. Baz Luhrmann would have been a freaking killer version of this movie. <laughs> uh, I don't even like Baz Luhrmann, but yeah. I'm just saying, like, it would have been, like... It would have felt like that, because it's, like, there's a lot of energy in this movie. Yeah. And it's, like... But it's all, like, oddly directioned. Like, it's not all focused. Yeah. And I think that they thought that was a benefit, and it kind of wasn't. Right. Um, the, the movie itself, it's... A, like we said... There's arcs. There's every character has an arc. Mm -hmm. Every character is like goes on a journey. Those characters all have like explanations for why they exist, justifications. Mm -hmm. There's a story, and there's theming. It all works, but eh, like it is kind of like all. But it is. It does feel a little all over the place. Yeah. Um. There's another thing I wanted to mention about that. Well, hang on. Like so, part of yeah, that, like oh, like the the telling the story out of sequence. I think fits for Harley. Yes. It's just not executed like in well, a really strong manner. Well, it's executed the way Harley would have executed it as opposed to like the way a competent filmmaker might have. I guess some of that yes, but even still there are just some like scenes where it's like we hang on a little longer than maybe we should have yeah. or we jump back and forth maybe a little too frequently and like that maybe that could have been serviced over here. Yes. And that's where I have that fall in the editor where the editor yeah. just kind of missed some just marks. Need to tighten it on like where those jumps are supposed to happen because like I appreciate those like that like storytelling like device yeah. to like reflect Harley's mentality or right. her brain. And like it's funny. But that didn't feel like that. Like I I was expect when when it was like told out of sequence, I'm like, oh I see. We're doing the fragile psyche of this insane person, haha. But it didn't feel like that so much as it was just like just a series of shots right. and sequences and, that yeah. we were putting together. What I liked about it though is like inevitably that like stops happening obviously uh, as, as we've kind of done all the introductions we need to do but also as Harley begins to piece her life together in yeah. a way yeah. we stop doing that which is why I was like maybe some of it is intentional but it's just not executed as well as it should it's be it's true yeah um, <laughs> I will say that the fight choreography was excellent yeah it really I, I, I really enjoyed it I, I remember reading something that made me pay more attention to it but I will say that well, because I did I was like this is kind of cool like particularly especially the, the 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 assault on the precinct by Harley. Mm -hmm. That I was like, this all makes like every every fight worked. Every like contact, I was like, this is like this is practically like a like a cartoon John Wick. Like that, yeah. and I was like, that's really cool that they really paid attention to making it make sense. It wasn't yeah. just like it wasn't close cuts like Batman Begins. It wasn't wide angled. Who gives a shit? I'm trying to shoot an IMAX. Mm -hmm. Chris Nolan, Dark Knight uh, Rises. Yeah, you know, it was an actual. There was thought put into it. Right. And that really worked. Uh, so I, so just, just hey, that's a really good strength. Right, All the yeah. fights, except for the, and then when we get to the amusement park and all that, like, it's all over the place. It's supposed to feel all over the place. That isn't as strong as the assault on the precinct. No, 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 no. And that, listen, here, the thing about that, that could also be, like, you have to work with the people you have, and so you're going to need... Mm -hmm. Renee Montoya. Yes. Uh, to be able to do certain things. Granted, you can get a stunt double, and you and you will, but you're in a tight space. It's a little harder to pull that off. Yeah. And so, like, the, the fluidity of that sequence is probably not going to be there based on actors' abilities to do certain things. Yeah. And also because you have so many characters trying to jump in between. Yes. Harley's there on her own in the precinct, and yeah. so, like, we're just following her arc of, like, getting through. Yeah. She does a, a move that I adored mm -hmm. in yes. there um, in the evidence room, which... 
I guess I'll have to go back and watch to see if there's actually anything fun in the evidence That's room. the thing. I didn't notice much, and I watched Mr. Sunday's breakdown of it. Yeah. And he didn't have a lot of like references in it, okay. so I was like disappointed. Because yeah. I was like, the evidence locker in Gotham City should be loaded with Easter eggs. Right, unless it's a shitty precinct and maybe there's nothing there. But you're right by Ace Chemical, so I feel like something's going on. I feel like you should have at least had a Riddler trophy in there. You should have had like, a, like, a, or something a, spray painted with the Riddler's a mark big on it. thing of coins, just of silver dollars. Like if Harley had like thrown that at somebody, psh, yeah, that would have been fun. That but been like cool. you, umbrellas, Anything. galore. I know, hey, no, I know. in fact, hey, your Warner Brothers, you don't give a shit. <laughs> Fill it with Easter eggs to everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Put like. Put penguins rocket launchers in the evidence locker. Yeah, or put, just some penguins. You know what I mean? Like, but put stuff in there to really make it fun to watch. But instead, it's just like my bat's in here. But no, it wasn't even her bat. <clears throat> By the way, I know I was like, part of me was like, I know where that bat is because Kevin Smith took that bat from David Ayer and he gave it to his daughter. So like, oh, I know that that bat's ba- gone. That bat's gone. But, but like, there you could buy it at the Hot Topic. Right. But like, right. there's a but, yeah, that was a missed opportunity for me. I was like, oh man, when they got in the evidence locker, I'm like, oh, this will be fun. And there's nothing. Right, right. There was an aluminum bat. Yeah. That's but it. Still, she does one of my favorite things yes. that I've seen in a fight in a while where, like, she needs some help from, from Cassie, and Cassie gives her a uh, a lighter. A lighter, yes. And then she just sets the guy's beard on fire. Yeah, and it worked so well. I was like, like, that worked so well. I was like, yes. That's so funny. That's such a good move. Like, how cool. I've never seen that. Yeah, and he's hey. just like... <laughs> That's cool. I've never seen that. And it worked in that sequence, and that's really funny. It was fun. And it worked on, the, on every level. Like, it's funny that she screws up. It's funny that she makes it work. It's yeah. funny that it does work in kind of real real life, or at least it tricks your brain into thinking it does. Yeah. Like, that all worked really sure. well. So you got that going on. Like, yeah. That's really cool. There's also, like, the moment that she picks at the bat is, like, an interesting, tiny, mini version or homage to, um, to Pulp Fiction. Mm, yeah. Like, in a way where, like, we're, you know, Bruce Willis is like, eh, eh. Eh, eh. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, like, that was totally. Yeah. But, like, they're all kind of there at the same time. Right, And then he yeah. grabs one of them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, or she grabs one of them. Right. Yeah. Like, I was expecting that. and I Which is interesting because she just got done doing Once Upon a Time yes. with Tarantino. Right. And, you know. Yeah. So there was, there was a lot of that going on. Like, that worked in, in its own way. And that was kind of fun. I, sure. I was, I was hopeful that, like, yeah. The, the, the evidence locker for me was a disappointment. <laughs> But a missed opportunity, I should say. Yeah, no. Like, hey, you know, we could have been there. Friggin' uh, Joker's, like, henchman jackets from Batman 89. Yes. Like, stuff. I... Hell, it could have been, like, you... Well, not to interrupt. I'm no, sorry. No, but, ahead. like, you could have had, like... You could have had comic book stuff. You could have had a Batarang in there. You could have had, like... Yeah. You could have had Joker gas balls, like, that look like from the comic book instead. You know, just, like, real-life versions of right, it. Because right, when right. are you gonna do that ever not? Like, so do that anyway. So... Yeah, you know, uh, that was a missed opportunity. But otherwise, like, I think that there, there was a lot of things that worked in that. I agree. Um, I was trying to find the name of her landlord. Oh, yeah. The, uh, I don't remember his name. I don't name. remember his name. I don't remember his but name. But the Chinese all. food, the Chinese food operator. Yeah, the guy who owned the restaurant. And yeah, like, like, it was like know. Don or something, I think. I was trying to find it. I liked him a lot. I liked him as like, you know, like... You meet him, I was like, oh, he's going to betray her. Yeah, no, immediately. But, like, it's it's spectacular, that whole sequence of event. He calls her, what, Lotus Flower? Yes, Lotus Flower. Yeah, he's got a little nickname for her. Doc. Doc. His name's Doc. And, like, I, I liked his mini arc. Yep. It seemed like if they, the, the character had the least amount of time had the best arcs. Yeah. Like, even Cassandra Cain's <laughs> arc. Yeah. Like, even if she's not Cassandra Cain, the char- this person, this actress... Her, the, her character's yes, arc. Yes, that character. We don't see a whole lot of what's going on. She clearly lives with foster family. Yep. But, like, 
she's also a pickpocket. Mm-hmm. Like, she's trying to make her own way. Yep. You know what I mean? All she knows is to care for herself. Yeah. And so, like, she ends up almost, like, you know, like stealing from, like, Dinah as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she can't... That's all we know about her. And, like, I'm like, I know a lot about her. Yes. Like, it seemed like with less space, they were able to tell better stories. Mm. Except with Black Mask, who had, like, a lot of time. Yes. But also had a, a well-developed story. Totally. Um, but, yeah, I like Doc a lot. Yeah. I really expected that to circle back around to him. Yeah, me end. too. I think that I'm sure it was a lead scene. Finding out that, like, there were missing elements and there were deleted elements. Oh, I um, didn't know that. Yeah, apparently. Like, we can talk a little bit about spoilers. Like, so sure. spoilers from here on out. Okay. Uh, Black Mask dies at the end. And apparently he didn't write in the original cut. Shouldn't have killed him. Well, Ewan McGregor's not coming back. But he's so good. Right. But he was never going to come back for another one. And that's why it was like, that's why for me when he was like, sure, Black Mask gay. He dies at the end, so who gives a shit? See, I'm not now, making more of these. I really took that as like a, sure, like. Well, whatever you, you need. If you want to like make it black or white, fine, whatever. Exactly. Like, you need, if that's what you need to do, then that's what you for need me, to do. For me, he was like, I, I'm so beyond, I, like, I'm so not even in that headspace right now. Yeah. That, like, you can you can make him a woman, I don't care. Right, right. But, uh, yeah, but ma- wasted opportunity because Black Mask, I don't like Black Mask, I'm gonna give a shit about Black Mask. This version of Black Mask, I was all in on. Yeah. That sequence where he makes the woman dance on the table is fire. Yeah. It's excellent sequence. That's a yeah. sequence that's like, that belongs in a Batman movie, it's great stuff, and it's a, it's a damn shame we're not gonna well, get it more it's, of it. it's an amazing, like, like villainous act without having to blow something up or beat someone up or steal something. Shouldn't even get like slaughtered. It's just like, it's just a humiliating and a ima- like it was just a horrible sequence yeah. that like makes everyone uncomfortable. Cause you're like, Oh, is he going to make her strip and then kill her? Like, yeah. what is he going to, who's going to die? Nope. And then like, nobody he dies. Just wants and it's just... her to stop laughing. Right. And it's like, that's really, and like to control the room. That's like, so messed all up. Eyes are on him. Yep. That's really cool. Like that was such an excellent sequence. It yeah. was a horrible fighting sequence, but it was yeah. also excellent. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Music was good. Music was fine. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't egregious like in Suicide Squad. It was just kind of like you know. No, it was, they, cool. it was there. You know, they did their thing. There were yep. some like fun choices that yeah. they made. Uh, Post credit uh, scene, waste of time. It really was. wasn't It wasn't even a scene. It was just a, a voiceover, and I think it was a reference to the Harley Quinn show again. Yeah. Which I was like, just show the Harley. You know, what you should have done for the post credit scene. How about a two minute trailer for the Harley Quinn show in the yeah. DC Universe app? Because you can show it because you're rated the movie R, so yeah. you can show it and it's not a problem. Yeah, but, uh, you know, Harley makes a reference in the cartoon show about how she, about Batman bangs bats. Uh, it sounds like Harley's going to say that at the end of the, the thing. That's the only thing. And you're like, okay, that sucks. I really was expecting the circle back to Doc. Me too. Like, I thought it was going to be like Harley breaking the fourth wall and be like, oh, you thought I forgot. Right, and then she turns back around, she goes back in the restaurant and kills him or punches him in the face or yeah. whatever. Yeah, no, it's just a total... And I remember reading, I only read that there was a post-credits moment. Yeah. So I was like, oh, we'll stay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, uh, the so other thing we wanted... Oh, God. I was going to say, there was a very real moment in it for, for me and for anyone, I'm sure, who has longer hair yes. during that final fight, like in the amusement um, park. Yes. The fun house. The fun house. The booby trap, is it what it's called? Mm-hmm. Um, where, like, Dinah obviously has a lot of hair, and she's fighting, and she almost gets, like, taken down, and, like, Harley saves her, yep. and then Harley turns around and goes, hair tie? <laughs> and I was like, that's so real. And she real. fights while putting it on, which worked really but, well. Like, I, I'm like, that's that's very real. Yeah. Like, you're my hero if you have a hair tie and I need it. Right. <laughs> well, it, it didn't feel, you know, it's funny. It like, was stupid. When people are bitching and moaning about how, like, this is, like, a woke movie about, like, femininity, and it's like, just because the movie is about women... Or starring women doesn't mean that it's like trying to say anything other than here's a movie with some women in it. And like that sequence could have been if like Michael Bay had directed that sequence, it would right. have been really ham fisted. But because yes. like 
anyone else did. It was like just a funny moment. Yeah. And it was, that's the thing that I was, I watch movies and like, so I'm kind of tuned into this where it's like, you're watching a movie and sometimes you're like, I am watching a fucking movie. Yeah. Like, no. Or like, I'm watching a thing. I am now seeing what the director is trying to get me to be seeing. Yes. Please don't. And And this did not feel like that 100% of the time. I had a couple of moments definitely um, in the latter half of the film it's actually when they're in the the, the, fun, the fun house, house and they're all like hanging and, out and, and they're well it's right before the fight's going to begin and they're like having a conversation and like Harley's on one side and the three the other three are on the other side and I'm like I'm watching the movie being shot right now right and that's where I was like mm, and then yeah. we get away from that and, and we're back and right. I don't know if that was a pickup scene or mm-hmm. something it could have been but it definitely felt like I was like I'm watching the movie yes. being made right but I'm just saying like the the hair time or like I'm watching a movie about characters and it doesn't matter that they're about women. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, you know what I mean? Like that's, yeah. and for me, that was, that was kind of like a, a real strength of the movie. Cause it could have been very much like a oorah, like, Hey, it was about this. And, and I don't care who knows it. You know, maybe that's how it, it, it was interpreted by people. But sure. like when you see it, it's just kind of like a movie about these characters. Yeah. And they just happen to all be women. It's, it's not a thing. No, um, I, I didn't really take it as that. The yeah. hair thing was just like that. But uh-huh, that's, that's the thing. It's just that was a re- that was a thing that was like that's really cool. Like it was. It's really cool that it was not overly done. No, it was just a thing that they did. That's like, eh. hey, fifty one percent of our audience will totally get that. Like that's on all you. And, that's all you need. And honestly, some folk who just have long hair. Right. Yeah, it's that's just, true. Just, this yeah, are you in a just, band? You also know this. You just need to get this away from here. That's true. I think there's one other thing we should definitely talk about. We will. Okay. Is it the... Is it like, the audience? I was going to say the reveal of, like, that Dinah Lance has powers Yes. In this. Well, I thought you were going to do that by talking about the oh audience. Oh, my God. Our, our fellow theater goers. So, goers. like, we went... When we went we to saw the an theater, opening night, Friday night. There was, like, maybe 12 people. If that. There, were, there was, there was a, a woman who came in... Um, fully dressed like yeah there was a cosplayer or at least a young lady who dressed she was a one-to-one margot robbie harley quinn accurate costume look great looked like it was i i was almost like did margot robbie come to no she did not like it was very she's like over there she was she was alone and like that was cool but that wasn't the show to watch no it was the people sitting over here to us yeah it was directly to our people it was two couples yes two couples they were very excited about fast nine uh, they're excited. <laughs> they were yeah. clearly like they were not here because they were Batman fans. They no. were here because they were like, I don't know. Because I, I maybe they were one of those sixty million I people saw the trailer to see it. I think they're like, all right, let's go check it out. Like right. they clearly had some sort of interest. The lady closest to us, yes. Like I was enjoying the movie, and then I felt bad that I wasn't enjoying it as much as she was. Right. Like she was enjoying the movie. Yeah. Like music, come on, she's she's bopping. She's and not, like, in a way where she's trying to get any of his attention. She's just, she, like... She's, like, at home. Like, when she like when she eats a sandwich, she, like, becomes the sandwich. Yeah, she's like, when she watches the movie, she's in the film. I loved it. Yeah, she was alone. She's, like, like, anything tense happened. And happening? nobody gave her a hard time, which nobody. I was, like, very appreciative of. I'm, like... Like, her, her boyfriend wasn't like, yo, Susie, stop, stop. Like, we're not, we're not home. <laughs> we're, we're at But home. no, but, like, she was just... She was enjoying the movie. And it wasn't, like, four lunatics were all watching the movie doing like, this. Like, cheering Like, that up. time we saw Pirates of the Caribbean and there were, like, an entire row of pirates that came to the movie yeah, theater. Yeah, real pirates. Uh, who were like, yo-ho! Who, like... <laughs> I think it was Pirates 2. And, like, as the movie progresses, their enthusiasm... They went from, like, yo-hoing and screaming during sequences to, like... Oh, this movie's really bad. <laughs> they were embarrassed they were, dressed they were like pirates. But not this lady. But no, this chick, she was all so in. She's watching the movie. Any sort of tense moments? <gasps> no. Or I could see her hands. She's like, oh my God. Okay. Yeah. 
fights are happening. She's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was she's like, mm. like, like, she's, she's like, doing like little like, little mm. punches. But then. By the way, full adult, by the way, not adult. a nine-year-old. Just having a good time. Just a full adult living life. Yeah. I wish I enjoyed life. Like, like literally, I was like, this is awesome. Like, I'm watching the movie, but I'm watching you too. Like, everything time, something times, I'm like, yeah. checking in. Right. What's she think? Am I feeling the right thing? Yeah. Because she's like my, my, my litmus test right yes. now. So then there's a sequence where, like, uh-oh, we're setting up the whole fact that, like, Dinah has powers. Because, Which, like, how could you not do that? Right. But it's like, if you if you don't read comic books, you don't see this coming. No. Which I forgot. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, Black Canary. Well, for me, I was like, there's a 75% chance you won't have powers. I, I was full on expecting that because like they mentioned that she has power, but like right, but the powers in her spirit. Right, like, well, when like, she's saying and she shattered the thing, I'm like, oh no, yeah, she yeah, got yeah, that. no, we got that. But I was like, she's not gonna use it. No, I was like, yeah, she's gonna. You use thought it. so? I was like, she's I not just forgot about it. So there's a moment in the movie, chips are down. Oh my gosh, there's only one thing that we can do that's gonna get us out of here. Obviously, is Black Canary has to use her powers. So Sal and I are like, well, here we go. Yeah. I, I'm like, wow, she's actually gonna do it. Don't forget. These four people clearly don't read comics. Right. And so Black Canary comes out, she does her canary scream, ah. and she passes out. Right. The girl there, like over here, just goes, like full on, puts her arms out, like stop the movie. Stop the picture. Stop everything, thrusts her body forward, yeah. and then she, she looks, has superpowers. And she she turns and she looks at her friends like, what? What happened? What? By the way, not like disappointed. Like, she was like, I can't believe this movie took this turn. She, she became the mind blown emoji, like yeah. for a second. Like she transformed. Like if Warner Brothers could have planted her in every theater, they would have paid half the marketing budget to do it. Like, <laughs> they just need to clone like, this. I shit. wish we had gotten her information because Warner Brothers would have loved it. <laughs> would you see every movie we put out, please? Just be in every theater or just we'll film you. You know, put, we'll just plant all the people, a bunch of people around her. Yeah, but just yeah. watch this. Yeah. And if you have not, if you've only seen Birds of Prey, get get ready. You know, for Suicide Squad. Because like. But yeah, but she loved this movie more than any person will love this movie. Yes. Um, but but that, like, I, but that that, like, that reveal blew her freaking mind. That this 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 character that she'd been watching yeah. had powers. Also has superpowers. Like, oh no, I thought she just could really hit high notes. Yes. And well, I thought she could just glass. kick really well. Well, no, because she shatters the glass. I thought yeah. she could just hit those high notes. Yeah, but I didn't know she could just shoot waves of sound at people and blow over cars. Yeah. Whoa! Hold the Stop. phone. Stop everything. Stop the we, presses. Put, put the lights on. Yeah. I need a minute. <laughs> it's amazing. It was just, it was so spectacular and there was something... Like, that I desperately, I was like, oh, no, I have this expectation because I know. Yeah. Like, I know. And I was like, I really, really wish I had that. Yes. To go into, like, a movie like that, which is why sometimes, like, when I go to see films, I try to, like, I'm not reading anything. I yeah. don't want to know. Yeah. I just want to watch. Right. Just, yeah. Yeah. Just, it so, really worked. So good. Uh, so, yeah. The, overall, I would recommend it. I think that, like, you know, there's nothing else out right now. I'd check it out. Especially because, like, you can catch it in a matinee for, like, catch, nothing. Go, go check it out in a matinee. But, but, but catch it. It's fun. And, and once the movie is over, you can leave. Yeah, you're good. You can leave. There's no mid-credit sequence. There's definitely no post-credit sequence. That's worth a damn. Just just go see the movie and catch it. Yeah. And there's a, it's funny because that, that whole crew in front of us who were really excited about Fast 9, they were, like, really upset about plot points and stuff. They were like, I can't believe they revealed so-and-so came back. That's such bullshit that they had to waste it because I wanted to see that shit in the theater. Yeah, these people just love cinematic adventures. They do. They do. I, it's like, wow, don't see a Tarantino movie or you'll <laughs> die. 
Like, <laughs> it's just, it was amazing. But, uh, but yeah, so uh, I would recommend checking it out. I think it's fun. Uh, overall, like, I think the pros outweigh the cons. I think that ultimately, if you're like, eh, women, blah, Ewan McGregor is the reason to see it. Yeah, because, like, he's so funny and great. There uh, you go. He's just great. But, like, even overall, like, look, is this going to be, like, the greatest superhero movie ever It's not even the seen? top ten best DC movie ever made. No. But, like, it's... But, like, if you're just eh, looking maybe, for, maybe like, a fun, like, just... Departure like said, from reality? Departure from reality, popcorn flick. And if you can, like, separate your mind from the fact that these characters are not going to be exactly what you're expecting... <laughs> They're not going to be anywhere close to the Then, character. like, I, w- I wouldn't... I, I say go for it. Yeah, you know literally what I mean? just go in thinking that none of them are going to be, like, the character. Right. Because well, then if they are a little bit, you'll be like, oh, cool. What was weird for me was we had just... We really have been into the Harley show on, yes. on DC Universe. And I was like, okay... I have to really separate that Harley from this Harley right. because it's a similar setup, but completely different. Right, exactly. So I'm like, eh, eh, put over here. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, uh, the Harley Quinn show on DC Universe is excellent. It's spectacular. Although uh, the last couple of episodes are not nearly as good as the first couple of episodes. Well, I mean, they're doing like an arc right now. They're doing a story. Yeah. I, I like it. I don't know. It's fine. Like, <laughs> I, I'm not like, I don't think it's bad. Yeah. But, you know. Uh, but yeah. But Ivy's amazing. <laughs> So yeah, I, uh, I love her. I know. So before we uh, reveal the winner of this episode, we're going to talk about uh, Ray Mux, who says, "Hi, Outlawed. Uh, sound Outlawed sounds like it will be cool, but 21 years too old. 16 is much more understa- understandable." I-, I have no idea what you just said, so I apologize. <laughs> but I, I, I don't know what that means. So we'll we'll come back to you. Yeah. But thank you for your for your comment. Hang on. Uh, Marvel to ban teen superheroes in Outlawed comic event. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Outlawed is the uh, is the Civil War, you know, young thing. Joel and I pitched that event uh, four months ago. Catch it Anyone who's it. under twenty one, that's what he's saying. Is that like that's that's ridiculous? Oh okay, yeah, that's dumb. Ha-ha! Yeah, thank you, man. Thank you for, for, for giving the contents. Yeah, that sounds that sounds like a neat idea, but yeah, twenty one is too old. Sixteen, because like that'd be funny. Because Spider Man was fifteen when he became Spider Man. Right. Uh, Jack O'Connell says, "Hey guys, hope you're well. We are. Thank you very much. Thank you. Hope you hope I hope Spider Man shows up to fight Cool uh, and Goth again and deal with that team of psychos. Yes, that'd be really cool. No, definitely. Because like Spider Man, like because I'm I'm assuming Strange will be there. I'd love to see Spider Man with Conan. Oh like, yeah. Just, like that'd be fun. Look at look at you. Oh. What? <laughs> what do you got, Pilates? What I'm gonna ride you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Uh, Joshua Stevens, the dynamic of the Comic Pop team is phenomenal. I agree. Thank you, Thank you very much. Uh, wish you guys the best. Now, for the selfish question, <gasps> any chance we could see Batman cacophony in 2020? Uh, I have everything. Every episode is planned out till August or September. Cacophony's not on it, but there's always room. There are placeholders. Key. Yeah. It's not really what yeah. a bat makes, but no. I wasn't going to make a bat. Is it, cacophony, is, is, is it cacophony first and then widening gyre? I think that's it. I, I think I have widening gyre. I'll have to check to see if I have cacophony. Uh, but I will, uh, you know. Gyre. Uh, Brian Lo- Rollins says, best comic book page and commentary around. Uh, oh. Thank you very much, man. Thank you so much. Uh, I am a huge comic guy, and I recommend you all to my friends who don't, you too, all my friends, who don't read comics to get them interested. Thank you. Oh, thank That's the you. idea. We're hoping thank you, thank that you so much. people to, to watch and to read. Uh, Cash Money in the Bank with a big bad sub Dude, or, or thank help. thank you. Thank you, man. Uh, thank you, Cash Money, uh, for living up to your name. Yes. <laughs> Baby Due Tomorrow. Congratulations, <gasps> Cash oh Money. Oh, my gosh. That is amazing. Dude. 
it's going to change your life, according to everyone I know who has a baby. Yeah, uh, no, congrats, 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 congrats. Hope all goes well. So he'll be missing the live show. That's fine. Which you is ch- fair. Got to check in with us. Yes. And let us know how uh, Yeah, how, how, light, how, how fatherhood what is. What the name is. Yes, please. Let Whole us know thing. who the who the young Kal-El is. Uh, and don't let the algorithm get you down. Next time I'll super, I super chat, I'll be a dad. That's can think about that in terms of like that, like it's PD and P, you know, like pre dad and post dad, like that world. It's PD and PD. Then. Exactly, it's just PD. But yeah, but uh, congratulations, man, that's freaking amazing. Thank you so much for your generosity. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations Thank you so much. to you. No, but seriously, we should be, you know, Mazel Tov. Yeah. Is what uh, Al Cedra says, uh, "Where is the Renee Montoya buddy cop movie or my Booster Gold Blue Beetle com- comedy?" Just throwing out some ideas for what might make a good movie, just in case of a reboot. Honestly, like the fact is. There's a blue devil in the Swamp Thing show. So, like, anything is possible. Yeah. <laughs> like, they blue could... Blue devil. Hawk and Dove on that Titan show look screen... At, like, they look perfect. You could easily do a DC Universe blue and gold show. Tell them. At DC Universe, tell them blue and gold. And pick actors that won't cost much. Yes, that's a key. Uh, TV says, sorry, I'm late to the stream. That's Don't okay. apologize. Nice. You'll catch it afterwards. We, but, got, uh, we went over time anyway. Uh, stream works better on my older version of the YouTube app on my tablet. Interesting. So there you go. Uh, I don't know what's going on with YouTube. Maybe they're just stupid. I'll have to check other live streams. I don't watch live streams on my phone much. Mm. Um, thoughts on the X-Men Fantastic Four? We, uh, we think it's cool, but the art could be better. Check out the full discussion earlier. Hey, we really coordinated. I know. <laughs> uh, Algy Tri says, "Hell yeah, it's comic pop off the rack is off the hook." Thank nice. you, man. That's very kind. Thank you. I'll have to use that. That's my like. That's my book cover quote. That's for this, it for this show. That's what we're doing from um, here on out. Yeah, that's, that's uh, what we're gonna say. And uh, Al Sidra says, "Your show and Linkara got me into comics." Thank you, man. Thank yeah, you so much. I think Linkara predates us by quite a bit. So, yeah, that's fair. Let him have got you into this, and then let us ferry you into the future yes uh but yeah man so uh let's talk about who won the green lantern uh action figure let's uh, do the, it the the uh reveal hey is jason here looks like jason inman is, is in the chat hey. i came in late can you sum up birds of prey in one word my reveal is my review is who boy uh i think it's uh frenetic i was gonna say frantic there you go friend frantic <laughs> That's really funny. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, we just came up with it. But uh, thank you, Jason, for popping by. Yeah. And if you haven't already, uh, go check out Jason's Kickstarter Do over it. on Jupiter Jet Volume 2. It's really cool. Uh, what's they the made it. Cover? They did. They, oh, I know. So, I, I mean, contributed like, to it. I'm I gave them saying, money. I'm just saying, like, you know, get in on the ground floor. Yeah. Is it still yeah. going? Uh, I think Jason, it, is it yeah, still going? Yeah, it's still going. Okay. It, they, they may have reached the well, limit. Well, I don't but... want to pitch that they can get on the ground floor if it's not still going. Well, it's not the ground floor anymore, but you can still get on the get on the, on the the trolley. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, the congratulations. By the way, if you, I'm going to say your name, winner, uh, sound out in the chat to reveal you've gotten it because I have four more people behind you who are waiting for you to screw Ooh, this up. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> Lucio Batoy 4, or the 4th. Don't, so, don't say to screw this up. Lucio Batoy the 4th, uh, sound off and let me know that you are in the chat and that you have one, this Green Lantern figure, which is really cool. And it is a lot of fun. By the nice. way, you can wear a green shirt. You, you, your, your head isn't before, green. Before, no, there was before. There was like, I had it down here oh, and it's still Oh, yeah, that's it. right. Yeah. Uh, that's why I took down the, the, the things. That's why this is here, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um, so while we wait for Lucio Batoy, the fourth, to say something. Did scroll down. Yeah, thank you. 
Oh, nine uh, more days. Nine more days. Nine thank more, you. Only thank nine you, more days. You. By the way, there's like some really dope rewards in there. Yes, like you can you out. can write it. Hey, Lucy Batoy actually won. We did it. Hey. <laughs> uh, so congratulations, Lucio. Email me sal at comicpop.net. Let me know your address, and I will mail this to you in the next couple of days. That's like my uh, second favorite healer name in in uh, Overwatch. Lucio. Time to accelerate. Yeah. I hear that every friggin' day of my life. Listen, Lucio was like my main, then Moira came out. Then it was over. I know. I still love Lucio. Nerdking101 says, just wanted to show some extra support. Last week was hard, I know, but I'm sure this week will kill it for you guys. Here's 100,000. Thank Thank you, man. Thank you, so sweet. Yeah, we did have a really, really rough week this past week. I don't know why. I don't know what's going on. That's okay. Uh, But yeah, listen, uh, if you haven't already, uh, by the way, thank you, Jason. And uh, nine days, check out uh, Jupiter Jet on Kickstarter. Yeah. if you need a link, go to our episode that he was on from Elseworlds. Or just search it. This should come up. Yeah, or just just Google it. But uh, yeah. Just uh, Google So Lucio it. Batoy IV, uh, email me, sal at comicpop.net. <laughs> it's my actual name. <gasps> nice! Uh, but yeah, sal at comicpop.net. Email me and uh, give me your address and I'll mail this to you. Uh, if you guys haven't already, uh, please, if you haven't, uh, check out the video we released today. Uh, it covers the uh, a pitch for how to make Marvel and DC have crossovers again. It could be... If IDW was interested in doing this kind of thing, you could get not just, like, new stuff, like the Bendis-Batman-Daredevil crossover, but also, like, so much more. Yeah. Uh, oh, we didn't do the recommendations, so we'll do that in a second. We don't have to. I didn't. Yeah, that's fair. Let's just wrap it up. Okay. There are only other two books. One of them is X-Men. So, but uh, thank you, Jason. Aww. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Cheers and goodbye. Goodbye, Yeah. Man. Before we wrap up, I do want to, like, I, I don't normally do this. Yeah, yeah. But, like. No, please. Yes. And hopefully I don't cry. <laughs> yeah. But um, there was an artist I really, really loved. Yes. Um, I've known her since, like, back when I used to troll DeviantArt back oh, in the day. Yeah. And by know her, I mean, like, I've just followed her art. I've never you are had, aware of her. Never had the opportunity to meet her. Um, but she always had struggled with her health. Yes. And when I say that, I mean, like, she had, like, open heart surgery. She went through four open heart surgeries. And um, she was hit with cancer. And um, was given a year uh, a few months ago. And she just passed. Um and um <laughs> it's okay and um she really like her strength blew me away and um i just want to make a call to you guys to like appreciate what you have yes and like even if it's something small and stupid um just just go for it right. like even if it's something that you never share with the world just do it um so um that's it uh if you want to know what her name was it was uh ching han uh her name or her art name was uh, chini art uh, she was just a, a beautiful person, and um, she was only 29. So um, that's it. <laughs> I knew I wasn't going to make it through without tearing up over that. Um, but we don't normally do that kind of thing. But, like, no, it, it but just, it, that struck me. That really struck you. Really, yeah. really hard. Like, because even up until the end, she was making videos. She was cracking jokes, um, just being like, hey, like, you know, like, oh, I'm too young or, like, stuff like that. Or, like, you know, like, oh, like, I've got chemo and it's rough, but, like, I want to, like, redraw all this work and I want to put it on an art book. And she never had that chance. And I just want to make a, put that call out to you guys. If there's something you want to do, do it. Because you never know. That's you right. don't know. Yeah. Um, so if nothing else, just learn from this and, like, hang on to life and just live it however you want to. If it's doing something incredible, like going around the world, or if it's literally just having a garden in your backyard, just go for it. Uh, what was her? Uh, how do we how do we find her art now? Oh, uh, it would be on. It's still on DeviantArt. It's still on Instagram. It's Chini Art. It's Q I N N I A R T. There you um, go. Just like it, check it out. It's really she wasn't, it's beautiful. She stuff, wasn't a comic book artist at all. Uh, she used to do anime art, like uh, backgrounds. She painted them for animes and such. Um, but this was her other stuff. Um, her full name was uh, uh, Ching Han, so it was uh, Q I N G H A N. Um, uh, you know. 
her family's just taking it easy right now. Like yeah. they've, they've been through a lot. So that's it. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's, I mean, this is the, this is the channel. Now. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, we wouldn't be here if we didn't try to live that, that, that concept. Yeah. So, but you know, thank you so much for hanging out with us. And of course, thank you, Tiffany, for, for putting yourself out like that. That's really, that's really, that's really like inspiring and very true very real good for you thank you <laughs> uh so yeah we'll see you guys next time uh if you haven't already watched the uh the other video check that out um mm -hmm. and there's more there's so much more uh, yeah. uh here if you haven't already uh, patreon.com slash there's a lot of stuff over there uh you'd be already watching spider-man life story if you were uh, a patron mm -hmm. over there so yeah what does that mean it means that that's gonna be on back issues mm -hmm coming out check it out yeah so thank you all uh and, and heed these words because this is, you, you know what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> but thank you all so much and we'll see you guys next time uh that's all thanks a lot bye guys <laughs>